0: Oh, who was this episode brought to you with the support of Why It's Only, our backers over at patreon.com forward slash cinemaswirl. You'll have heard me mention it before, but $5 backers get instant access to every episode, 20 and counting, of Cinema Swirl, a show where Kevin and I review bad movies. The latest episode is Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. And oh boy, you don't want to miss that one. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash cinemaswirl to find out more if that seems like your sort of thing. All right, let's get swirling.
1: I swear! Well, excuse me, I ordered sirloin and this is fillet. It's episode number sixty-eight, coming to you from the steakhouse known as Hollywood, California. Dining on the sumptuous sides and unnecessary bread rolls of all the Hollywood movies that my OTP and move over, Charlie. There's a new chaplain in Hollywood Town. I'm talking about Sam Chaplin. Okay.
0: <laughs> number one, I did not understand the rhyme at the start but I loved it number two <laughs> is this the first time we've referenced the fact that my surname is Chaplin and that's a movie thing
1: I don't know I but I was just thinking I it is 68 episodes in, yeah. I'm just thinking like, look, films is actually a smaller space than you'd realise and it's actually a
0: bit tight for turf here at the moment, so I'm thinking look, he's long dead now, he, he's long cold. You're right to say that there was a bit of nepotism in me getting a film podcast, you know, it's, it's like, it's who you oh, know in yeah. the whole family, the Chaplin thing it's like, we'll give him a film podcast, we'll get him involved. It was between me and Kevin Costner with an F, but like, we went with me in the end because it was
1: just a, a good name, I guess yeah, for yeah. Hollywood. But yeah, here here we are, Sam. We've had an interesting last few episodes. Yes. And after what felt like a lengthy, almost back-to-back-to-back romps, it felt like, in the winter months and the start of this year, mm-hmm. like the Catholic namesake of our show, we doth punished ourselves <laughs> a bit too much, it feels
0: like. <laughs> Look, I- <laughs> I did sort of think at the start that this might be a, an off mic discussion, but I don't mm? now. I don't think it is. This is now a hot mic discussion. A hot mic I mean. <laughs> discussion. All right, here we go. HMD coming at you, folks. Get ready. Our recent run of episodes, while they've been great and we've been having great chats, I almost felt like some of them were. They had heavy moments. You know, Blue mm. Velvet particularly, but also Falling Down had some real heaviness to them. Snatch had heavy elements that we needed to discuss, and I thought my genius idea here was was like okay, we we've nipped down that avenue for a bit, and that's great. What we're gonna do is we're gonna head back to classic swirl territory. These are yeah! th- these are franchises we haven't visited in a long time, and they're fan favourites. We're gonna nip back in with the sequels. We're gonna have a like an action adventure. We're gonna go back to the franchises, right? Yeah, not Back to the Future as it turns out, but we're gonna go back <laughs> to the franchises. <laughs> uh, gonna- and that, does that make us franchise players? I was always, I was wondering that. It makes us franchisees in the way. That you know, some McDonald'ss don't participate in all the contests because well, they're a
1: franchise. Aspire to be a franchise, mm. so that's that's where I'm at. at What's the moment. a franchise player? I, I don't know. It's it's <laughs> it's something that I imagine like LeBron James or John Cena or Mark Ruffalo or you know someone's really got their shit together. Maybe I, d- I don't know. It strikes me as well, Sam. We should mention for the audience at home: such is the nature. As I thought, we were going to do a different movie. You know, I thought we were going to do a much <laughs> a Another uh, what I will now refer to as nails in the coffin of the cinema <laughs> swirl formula. <laughs> I thought yeah. I was all geared up for a three-hour hardcore film watch, yeah, and it feels like you did a soft volley in to the romp territory, yeah, you know, because I, I don't know about you, but like it felt like cinema swirl has been like taken over by like a Frank-like character recently, where it's like
0: Conair, no,
1: falling down, ah, you know. <laughs>
0: right, so what was happening was it was a nice car journey but i got the sense that you were a bit sleepy and i started to feel the vibration of those little things that are meant to remind you that you know it's kind of veering slightly mm. off off the off the, off the tracks mm. that's that's my impression of those you know mm. what what are they called those the rumble rumble strips i like to call them the crust of the road <laughs> We were, we were edging near to the road crust. We're still having a nice drive, okay? But I thought, I'll just grab the wheel, pull us back a little bit into safe territory. Or so I thought. So we, we've had a vote over on facebook.com forward slash cinemaswirl.
1: That's facebook.com forward slash Cinema Swirl For some
0: sequels to some franchises that we've not visited in a while. Those were Back to the Future, which would have been part three. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, which would have been... Ghostbusters 2 Electric Boogaloo and what we've settled on by means of popular vote this is what everyone was very excited about and it look it was a spicy (laughs) vote (laughs) weren't they? (laughs) Well, <laughs> it felt like there was a bit of an insurrection going on in some of the comments there now. A lot of people voted. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom won. That got the majority of the votes. The, the other two were pretty close as well. It, was, it wasn't as far and away a victory for Indiana Jones as it has been for some previous votes, but it was very clear that that was the winner. Now, I as the social media a young millennial dude with his finger on the pulse Yeah man I did look at some of the comments You must remember that I had been trying to swerve as away from the heavy stuff mm. I mean some of the comments were things like all of these should be on Swill
1: A lot of people down about these sequels and I know
0: individually but all of them seem to have drawn ire from at least some part of our fan base So there were people saying like this one should be on Swill because it's shit and then other people saying no you're wrong this is the best movie ever You should be on Swirl, they should review that comment mace, yeah? Every single one of them had people saying, this is terrible, shouldn't be on the the Swirl. I actually created more controversy than if we'd have just done what we were going to go into. And I saw a comment which was like, oh, and Temple of Doom is, and I quote here, Straight up racist. So i th- I think that, I think there's going to be things that we need to address here, which I didn't anticipate. I didn't know.
1: And, and something I will say about about it, right, is that that's a movie. Having seen it from my childhood and into the adult years, when Indiana Jones DVD box sets were on yeah. the shelves of many of my friends, that there were a litany of problems that people I watched this movie had with the movie long before we cared about substandard. Uh. Really Cliche stereotype portrayal of like Asian characters or whatever. Right. So there's there's a lot work in it. It's got some heavy lifting (laughs) to do. This movie. (laughs) What have you done, Sam? What have you done? I thought you didn't even like Indiana uh, Jones. No. No. You straight up did not like it. I I remember you were
0: very iffy on it. I've listened back, which I seldom do. I listened back to the old episode. I listened back. Hey, so that was over five years ago now which is a, wow. a strange thing to think about I think that episode was the first episode that you mentioned Tiffin uh, <laughs> because you said like oh you know Sam's not a Protestant even though I keep bugging him about you know having Tiffin and I laughed and I went Tiffin like I'd never heard that word before and I was like <laughs> what, a, what a strange time five years ago was what a completely different time when I was like Tiffin what? what stop making us
1: about, for 2015. Oh. It's not gonna do anyone any good. It was a
0: completely different time. It certainly was a time. I wasn't blown away by the film. I was iffy about it. I liked there's a Nazi monkey that I liked. Yeah. There was a man swishing a sword around and then getting shot in the face, which I liked.
1: Something of an omen, and not to bury the lead when you actually watch it in the movie, mm. but I have heard many eloquent arguments that not only is <laughs> is the one that we've already watched Raiders of the Lost Ark the best Indiana Jones <laughs> okay, yeah. I've heard many people eloquently I might add mm. argue that it's the only good Indiana sure, Jones sure 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 and now Sam obviously he's not being unfair on this franchise ahead of time because you did have some experience with it you saw Kingdom of the Crystal Skull I and did. if I remember yeah, yeah. from that episode it was a Blanchett, Yeah. Blanchett and I quote she was sexy in that movie So I think I may have said that yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh. finally five years later we stand by what was said in that episode yeah so go go back and listen to everything we've said five years ago i stand by the lot of it that's a challenge i
1: stand exactly by what i said about the coalition government in 2015 exactly what i said (laughs) so sam before we get into any more of the movie why don't we have a wee sniff on the mailbag
0: Oh, oh, oh. The, that, that mailbag.
1: Potpourri. What is that? It's not dried fruits. It's all nice themes and types of messages. Yes.
0: If you've got your own questions, you can send them in to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Our first question here comes into that very same address, and this is from a returning question asker. Oh,
1: very nice. Nice to have you back.
0: Obi-Joe. Obi-Joe! I don't know if you'll remember, when you you were guessing what his email address might be, and you said, objoe at something something.com and I, okay. I bleeped it out because I was scared that that might be his actual email address, and we were just saying what his email address is, but Obi-Joe has said, you don't have to bleep out my name this time, so that's fine, this is Obi-Joe. In fact, people might not know that this is Obi-Joe, I think I bleeped out the name in order to prevent the email thing from happening.
1: You know happening. what, though, Sam, people might be expecting it now, so why, will you just bleep out what I say now? Because it might just be a bit of fun, anyway. Here, she look at this. I know
0: right <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, simply <sighs> unbroadcastable <laughs> Obi Joe writes so we, we may never have introduced Obi Joe before but this is Obi Joe uh, which is Obi joe at hotmail.co.uk I <laughs> <And people laughs> will not be bleeping. that Ob- it's not Obi Joe writes my head of year 11 was Alan Titchmarsh's sister okay Whoa. so now we're recalling the previous Dimmock connection that we had before and Obi Joe says I'm not sure if that's better or worse than the person's Titchmarsh connection from the last episode. Now, Alex Dimmock's connection Mm -hmm. was being first cousin once removed to Charlie Dimmock, who presented with Alan Titchmarsh Ground force. Obi Joe, head of year 11, was Alan Titchmarsh's sister.
1: He, he's one step away, but but they're kin. They're blood. That has to mean more
0: than being a co presenter. That's the thing. So, you know? Alex is closer to Charlie Dimmock. That's indisputable. But who's closer to Titchmarsh? Obi Joe? Mm. Head of year 11. Head of year 11. Not teacher it's for that specific person's class I, I would say mm. you know in their form as well the thing about not the head form of the year. Tutor, head, head of, of year. year
1: now if they were bowled as brass mm. mind and they were part of the you know oft-sighted same faces that many principals and vice principals see if that was the case then I would say maybe yeah because they could have a little bit of like a, a Bart Simpson Pepperan type of rapport with their head of year or whatever right, yeah, yeah. but if there's some kind of like you know faceless mirage who just kind of head down and they don't cause any fuss. A non-exceptional person, for better or for worse. Mm. It could be that that year 11 head really doesn't mean anything, because I-, I could tell you, Sam,
0: haven't been... So th- this is down to how obi Joe has behaved as to whether this is... Pre- pretty wrong. much. Pretty much. <laughs> what kind of impression obi Joe has made.
1: Now, but I don't want to start any sort of, like, a ranking or on the, you know, I just like this to be, a, like, like a, a core of individuals who all have relations to Alan and march, yeah. and we're all in it together and we're in it here with you now. We're signal boosting this and we're standing on the shoulders of giants. The, yeah. The well, Titch march, <laughs> mainly. And how tall is he? Is I, I'm not actually, he's not a tall man I don't no, think. No, I think
0: he is actually Titchy. I think he is a, a small man. All the more reason for there to be more of us standing share of the,
1: <laughs> the load
0: and sparing the issue bit on the shoulder. Yeah. I was recently talking about the Snatch episode with my dad, famously Sam Chaplin's dad, who we've not heard from for a while on the email <laughs> he's got, He's gone quiet. Radio silence The character now, yeah. of Sam Chaplin's dad. I don't know if the person has lost the email password. <laughs> uh, sorry, my dad has lost the email password. But I was kind of supposing, I wonder how alienating the whole Titchmarsh-Dimmock chat is to our American and indeed non-UK slash island listeners. Indeed, most of UK listeners <laughs> as well. Oh, yeah. It, it, there, there is, like, an age limit here as to whether there is,
1: and you also have to consider the people who just don't care, and they're always quite a large group, I found. Yeah, Ground
0: Force wasn't, like, always on. It's not some sort of institution that has always been on. Everyone will know these people, so even if you're in the UK, you might have no idea.
1: And if you combine the people who just don't care
0: and those who simply don't care, that's quite a big number as well. And those who have their hands in the air it's you know the the numbers are adding up, so I mean we 've devoted a lot of time to that question but i I like the idea of making things narrow and inaccessible here on Cinema swirl
1: and it tells you a lot how cooperative this and a nice place this is now about this antichmarch march experiences that we 're sharing that i 'm not going to say come and have a go if you think you 've got a better one and you think you're hard enough i won 't say that you won't say that but cinemaswirl
0: at gmail.com is the place to s- go. swirl at gmail.com that it is so a, a quick one from the socials. This is a very quick one from the socials, and I like this from a kind of admin suggestion point of view, and we're always mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. appreciative of those. Ashley writes, have you guys thought about a Hitchcock swirl? Psycho, Rear Window, Vertigo, The Birds. lots of good options for that. I've seen Ooh. Psycho. Have you? Know? I haven't seen any of those other ones, ah. and I think Oh! <gasps> It's been a while oh. since we've gone black and white. You know what it is? I'm mm. actually quite sure that there was one, because sometimes
1: we have a little bit of like a, there's two or three in the kind of nebulous cloud uh, <laughs> of, yeah. of, of, of potential episodes that we'll do next. Yeah. And I do remember that it was in said cloud. However, we had just done Citizen Kane mm. and we were just about to do Wizard of Oz and we right. thought, too much old shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> too much old shit shit We're clogging not, up the podcast
1: get all this dusty old shit out <laughs> yeah. of here It get, gets getting con air and face off however I would propose to you Sam for a spooky swirl this year that may actually be very Ooh. very much a different Ooh. type of spooky swirl Ooh. indeed
0: yes oh and now
1: not to favour the vote but my mum maintains that Birds is the scariest movie she's ever seen and it still to this day remains an effective conversation dampener and stopper where if you need to kind of like you remember that movie the birds oh we got to hang up now like you know you can you can
0: wind things well, down your it's, mum will like disengage
1: i'm not saying i do that all the time i'm saying that i know it has that power right her, all right and i do not use it i have not yet even i think i yielded it once at christmas dinner when i wanted to go get more food
0: <laughs> and so you, now you know yeah. speaking of this boys how about that movie the boys <laughs> <laughs> oh wow but, uh, that, there's a
1: scary movie yeah and I've like, a huge fan of Hitchcock so I've watched a shitload of that recently uh, and I would fucking love yes
0: I've let's watched, do that I've only watched Psycho because I had to for school it's one of my <laughs> things that I've had to do before okay so final question here this comes in from Gavin thank you for all your questions so far into the usual places
1: I must say Sam all hmm. these questions so far the, the next ones like almost like the sequels to the questions they're just getting better and better and I imagine this will translate that into the movie must, du jour yeah.
0: if you do something again it's just it's better isn't it so I can't wait for the film du jour today <laughs> Gavin writes, Hey guys, thanks for all the quality content and fun times you provided. Gavin, thank you. Fucking question. That's a great question, man. So thank you very much. That's the end of the mailbag. Um, I have a a question for you both. I recently binged Shark Tank on Netflix. Yes! Wonderful choice. uh, Mr. Wonderful choice. And wondered, if you had to pitch an actor to play a role in any movie, who would you pick and what movie do you think your pitch would get Mr. Wonderful's approval? Gavin's suggestion here is Nick Cage." as the xenomorph from Alien,
1: uh, see, I, my mind immediately went to Nick Cage as well. Since we've done them Nick Cage movies,
0: Jesus, but he doesn't fit into every fucking question. It's great. In, Sh- in, in everything. <laughs> Same creature as the Xenomorph, but with just <laughs> Nick Cage's face on all of them. And he goes, raw, raw. And then a little Nick Cage comes and goes, raw. <laughs> the stuff of nightmares, I'm sure you'll agree, says Gavin. <clears> uh-huh. uh, thanks again. Now we're going to listen to the swill episode of Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones, which is available now on patreon.com forward slash cinema That's
1: great, isn't it? Because we had a lot of fun with. That as well, didn't we? We thought, "Hey, Star Wars <laughs> we were... <laughs>
0: sequel." Star Wars. When will we learn? When will we learn the sequel to a prequel? It's got to be good. To find out what we thought, head on over to the Patreon for our first
1: ever prequel sequel or Quill, as it's known. Head over to Patreon.com/slash hey.
0: Cinema Swirl. That's Patreon.com/slash Cinema Swirl.
1: All right. Sam Chaplin is a podcaster heading into the Shark Tank with an idea to change the history of filming.
0: Uh, hi, sharks. Uh, my name's Sam and. I'm from Nottingham, United Kingdom. (laughs) Woo! Yay! And. Oh, Robin's done a little look. I'm here to pitch to you an idea, Uh, and this is targeting the millennial market. It's it's an emerging market. It's very, you know, you gotta target them.
1: Oh, sorry, it's just uh,
0: Mark Mark Cuban
1: here, and uh, I'm just looking at it here, and millennials, man, yeah. All right, you know, uh, we thank you for your service. Thank you. Yeah, th- cheers, Mark. Uh, thank you, thank you for that. Well, hang on, no, I thank I thank him for his ser- no, I thank him for his sir, I thank him for his
0: service. Yeah, thank you. Um, yes. Um, so my my <laughs> my my pitch to you today, I'm asking for um all of your approval in exchange for a bit of my idea. This is an actor in a movie. Dun. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. You heard of him? I have. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all like Jeff. The millennials like Jeff Goldblum. Uh, you know what the millennials have kind of moved past? James Bond. Ching!
1: Mr. Wonderful here just... What do you? What do you? Ta- I I know Bond. I'm in Bond, and hmm. and I know best of Bond. Okay. And I. Who even are you? You're dead to me. You you die. You've died. Let me lay it out for you. Okay.
0: Well, wh- why don't I
1: lay out your body at a wake because you've died and you're dead to me? Mark Cuban. Oh, that's a bit harsh. I wouldn't have you dead at all. Sam says now Irish Mark Cuban. <laughs> <laughs>
0: thank you Mark I appreciate it and thank you Mr <laughs> Wonderful for your uh, for your feedback I'm, g- I'm going to lay it out for you like me at a wake Jeff Goldblum as James Bond in a reboot of the franchise okay we had Craig he's on the way out Goldblum Bond you know I think Sam 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 that sounds great he's suave he's handsome He's American, which admittedly hasn't been part of it. Who's going to be the villain in these films? If we're, if we're targeting the millennial market, who's who's going to be our villain? Well, I mean, who could who could it be? What are you what are you talking about here? Bill Murray. Okay. Oh, oh
1: my! Hey, hey, Sam. I um, love your idea here, man. Just I think that's it's great, and I know uh, I know uh, Bill <laughs> myself actually. <I> <laughs> and, uh, let me tell you, he. He knows how to party. Uh, Mm -hmm. You ever hear about cleaning the dishes? Because this guy don't party like you or me. So I like what you're thinking with the villain there. Sam, what I see is this is I see a 10-franchise picture movie deal. Mm. And if I could get 10% of the online, I think that would really, at 10%, for 50k I think let's it.
0: Bwam! Now I came into the tank with a with a, an upper limit of five percent on the on, on the online on the online uh, uh, and, and how are you expecting to distribute this if not on the online uh, you know I'm, I'm, I just feel like at this point in my career of telling people what who should be in movies, I'm not willing to give away the control over that much of the online.
1: Let, let me cut in here Sam because you know, I've got experience here. I run QVC, I run Bed Bath and Beyond, and I think Jeff Goldblum I could get him in stores. I was for a second wondering who's talking,
0: but you you helped me out
1: there. <laughs> by by Christmas, I think you could we could have Jeff Goldblum as in stores as bonds. Mm. And I I think if you give I think you got to consider that Sam, you got to lay up your options here now. Come on, deal time. The sharks
0: don't hang around in the water. Okay, one well, one more thing, sharks, but I I can see you you wanting me to 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 bite here you wanted me to agree to a deal what's this guy Richard Dreyfus over here what what I would say is that you know we've got Goldblum as Bond Murray as the villain let's do a double hander swap them round every other film okay (laughs) alright this is Johnny Lee Miller and this is Benedict Cumberbatch playing Frankenstein alright we just fucking swap it round every other one okay (laughs) <laughs> Bill Murray Bond Old Bond What's that gonna look like Okay We d- we just change it Every time Sam
1: I could look at your Business plan here And I- I'm mm. noting That in time for the 30th anniversary of Bond You have earmarked We Wes Wees Anderson oh, Sorry No Wee sorry Wee- w- Weezer It is Sorry Wee- yes. <laughs> no, we- Wes Anderson To direct the-, the Bond franchise And how do you see That
0: playing out Well I-, I think If he worked closely Alongside musical Director Rivers Cuomo I think we could Really get a film, you know, Goldblum, Cuomo Anderson, Murray. Cover all the bases there in terms of, of getting those millennials on board. And they're the ones with the, the uh, complete lack of disposable income and no property.
1: Sam, I own sports teams and I want to own this. Yeah, I want to do business with you. I think we make this happen as soon as possible. What do you say we run it for like a $20 premium on a streaming service you're already signed up to? How
0: does that mm-hmm. sound? How much of the online are you, are you after, Mark?
1: I'm, I'm after point. <laughs> Nine, nine, three?
0: My upper limit was five, you got yourself a deal. Oh, God. Once again, the sharks prevail. Welcome to uh, this Cinema swell, which is like a, kind of an improv show. <laughs> Thank you so much for all your questions. I'm going to close up the mailbag. Shump. There we go.
1: Sam, mm. we know that it's a sequel to Indiana Jones, a movie yeah. that you were not particularly keen on. And you've not been given bad warnings in advance about its contents within. I know very little else, though.
0: Do you know there's a Temple of Doom? What's mm-hmm. Indy going to be doing? Well, last time he was getting an arc... Right, like he was taking it from the Nazis, or the Nazis wanted it, Mm. and he got it back. It's it has been five years since I watched the first one. I still can't really remember what happened.
1: (laughs) I'm not sure if you fully chuck in what happened the first time.
0: He's an archaeologist slash professor. Okay, goes on adventures. Mm. He's put the ark in a bunch of boxes at the end, so that no one can get it and touch it and have their face explode. Okay, slash melt. The Nazis have been done in proper, like, wrecked, mate. Those Nazis. Yeah. So you reckon no Nazis this time round? Bollock's gone. Remember the villain, Bollock? Yeah. Bellock, he's gone. Marion was a love interest? Yeah, you know Marion? Nazi monkey's dead. Uh, <laughs> Your pivotal character for a for, second. So, for so. I, I can't remember enough of what happened to accurately predict what might happen going forward in the future.
1: I mean, was there anything about the original that you liked? When I mean, you listen back to the episode, and I'm sure I probably yeah. asked you: action, music, drama. It had a bit of comedy to
0: it. Are you expecting some goofs? I enjoyed some of the humour. I remember yeah. that there was a very, very. I laughed so hard at the swishy, swishy sword, sword, big swordy like thing, and then just shot in the face. Fucking pitch perfect joke right there. Yeah, yeah. Other jokes I liked. I wasn't like fully set on the character. I wasn't. How about Harry himself, old Harry Forge? Uh,
1: would you? Reckon to him now as an actor I mean we've seen him in quite a few things now we had Blade Runner he's obviously been in Star Wars a whole bunch this is our second outing with him here
0: he definitely plays a type doesn't he he's yes got... yeah and I don't know I don't know if I fully fully love it really yeah I I um... Look, I'm curious to see more of Indiana Jones. I'm curious to get back on board on this franchise that it's been. I've been so far removed from. Because I want to catch up to where I got to with Indiana Jones 4 and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay, you
1: want to see the table that was set. How did we get there? You want to you know? see exactly like how Mutt was going to pick up the torch, carry it on to the... Shia LaBeouf was ready, man.
0: He could have he could have done it. Is his character going to be born at this point? No. It's still too early. I mean, it depends on how far we leap into the future as to whether Shia... Uh, I mean, or- I
1: don't know. Shia LaBeouf, very very uh, prolific child actor as well, so... Yeah. You
0: know. I, I don't think he appears in any of the film. he's going So... Uh, I don't know what to expect. It's the Temple of Doom. He's going to come there to, like, s- stop the doom.
1: Are there in- there's a- some pretty big Indiana tropes kind of, like, about being in temples and things like that. I remember the start yeah. of the movie. Do you remember some of the stuff that happens? He,
0: oh, he hates snakes. Yeah. Eight snakes. Yeah. You know, he he got the, the gold thing, put it put something on top, rolled under a rock. So what tra- rolled, rolled are you expecting traps and things like that? Did we have the big rolling rock last time? Yeah, it's the and That was in there, so we have seen that. Maybe you might have another one of those. Two rocks this time, eh? I'm getting it mixed up with Crash Bandicoot in my head.
1: Oh, that's really bad because I was just about to ask you to hum the Indiana Jones theme, and I bet now you're just gonna be do 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 go
0: lunch Da it's gor goals, Go England Go, there we go. Actually go this is one of the cases go. where where our this is one of the
1: cases where our singing of a football song I think has really helped. Yeah uh, I can it stick in there. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's I remember it. And you know that's England. why we very carefully picked words. That fit the same number of notes so mm. he could remember it. Yeah. England's got three, three syllables. Don't
0: forget. Off to Wembley. England <laughs> playing football we will score some goals so I, it's great music I liked the music last time I liked the mm. humour I was a bit iffy about some of the effects some of the action I didn't quite enjoy as much as I thought I would mm. but this has a big place in a lot of people's hearts I think that, that's did, did you why it got the votes
1: much in the comments or the votes or people because I saw a few of the what I call it, the despair tweets where people yeah. it's really great when you're doing social media you, you love to get like a quote tweet or something like that because it shows people are engaging, they're spreading Mm -hmm. your content. And we we always get the most action where someone's like, oh, for the love of God, this is going to win, please. And we got like three or four of those, which is really great for the numbers, you know, really helped boost the vote. Did you see people who are going this is going to be a romp, he's going to have a ruddy good time, Indiana Jones, or is it the people, I don't know, people like us watching movies they know you're not going to like, is that
0: a thing? I don't know. I direct your attention to the entire Lord of the Rings franchise. (laughs) People fucking love it. So, maybe it's part of that, maybe it's like, he was iffy on Indiana Jones last time, let's just do that again and see if it's it's if it's worse for him okay um may I go
1: from iffy to squiffy maybe who
0: knows but i may have changed in five years you know i think you i think, I think we've I've both changed.
1: grown and changed in five years it was yeah it's a
0: different time kevin i was in my mid-20s you know it's different different life I was now you're
1: in your 20s
0: yeah now in, in <laughs> my 20s we were in the same room back then and now that's true well now we're not in the same room will that make a difference because i and another thing i really i'm just calling back to things i liked from listening to an episode of cinema swell but apparently I I leant over to you when there was an effect happening, so a stick coming out of the ground and it just went in a straight line and I said to you, that's simply not good enough (laughs) (laughs) and I do miss the days when, while watching the film I could just lean over to you and be like Fucks this!
1: <laughs> that was always the funniest because we had the rule of like we shouldn't talk during the movie, but you we should make a like, noise when something like that came out. It was, like it was the tension, like in the room, were like, does he actually like this movie? Am I like, am I about to sit down and, and then hear that? And it's like so, oh, okay. to break
0: that but just be like that is simply not good enough. <laughs> um, and that's what I meant about the effects. Like it was just a, a, a kind of a bit ropey. And this is Spielberg. Oh, is this still Spielberg? Is this still Lucas? To the best of my knowledge, yeah. I'm not sure about
1: directing, but. I No, like, they're producing, it's their their baby still, yeah. Mm.
0: I'm curious, people love this franchise, right? Or do they just love the first film?
1: I Uh. will say, and I'd love, love, love to hear from people about this, absolutely Mm. dying to know, but I actually think out of all them franchises... It, it, from the 80s, particularly. Back mm. to the Future and this and Ghostbusters or whatever. I think it's the one that's fared the worst, nostalgia-wise. I feel that the people who like it are older and older. And I mm. honestly... Like, I don't think it's made... Uh, it hooks or an indent of any sort into the younger generation. Right. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't. No. Because like, when I was a teacher... I knew kids who like like kids like Ghostbusters, and they had like Ghostbusters oh, okay, I see shit. What you're yeah, yeah. Even just... if it was the new movie or whatever, it was just a, what they were they got in the shop or whatever. But they're aware of Back to the Future because there's loads of, like stuff about it. Mm. Even if Back to the Future isn't beloved in the same way it is by the old generation. Indiana Jones been pretty much forgotten, I think, by that younger crowd.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe you don't see as much like merch and tat around Indiana Jones as you do the other two. No, and and
1: it, uh... it does kind of beggar
0: belief that they didn't make enough Another one still because there was chat about that for a while here's the thing for you. you wouldn't see an Indiana Jones t-shirt in Primark no
1: you'd exactly. see a Ghostbusters you would you'd, you'd see a Back to the Future would. and if they had one they wouldn't even bother put a fake faded effect on it Sam that's how <laughs> little they would treat the franchise with respect but like here's the thing yeah, new Bill and Ted's coming out everyone's fucking going bananas and you and I are as well because we just yep. saw it recently we had a fucking great ass time mm-hmm. and I could think of any of those in the the new Ghostbusters that's coming out people are still jazzed for in spite of everyone shitting on the one that came before it yep. if, you, if you give us anything new from that shit Back to the Future Musical ah, I don't think a new Indiana Jones anything could be announced to get any fucking sort of a, a beep from anyone like, doesn't get the same traction maybe Harrison Ford might come out of his money coma or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is <laughs> Get in his plane and fucking
0: crash into the into the next available site to film a bad movie. I need to make it clear that those films that lost the vote, It's not to say we won't ever come back to those no, franchises, it will, yeah. but yeah. it will take another five years. Five years, baby. Five, five whole years. Well, look, I can't say I'm optimistic. I've not
1: seen it since I'm like twenty, so like, I honestly can't right. tell you. Like, and when I was it I was twenty, I was like, it's not as good as the first one, and it's not as good as the third one. But I thought it was still like. A good movie.
0: I feel like there's a reason why this won the vote. For good or for bad. Well. and I, 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 I want to find out what that is. And I, I feel like I need to always go into these films with a somewhat open mind and think, I want to be entertained by this film and have a good time. That's what I want. And that's still what I want.
1: You did steer the car. Yeah. For this very reason.
0: This is my so. fault
1: you must be aware that movies may appear more rompish in the mirror than they are in <sighs> real life. With that in mind, Kevin... <laughs> yeah, then. let's go do a cinema swirl! Boop, boop. And we're back. Well, that was the first It literally had to have Sam calm down because he was giddy before we, we started this. So, Sam, initial gut reactions to the in-no-way already-poisoned
0: Kevin <laughs> <Indiana laughs> Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh, right, so I'm not as giddy now. My initial gut reaction I'm going to try and do it for you. And I know okay. you know, right, okay. Ah, <sighs> It's that. It's just like a kind of exasperated...
1: Oh, right, sorry, because it's <sighs> often... Uh, folks may not know this, because you maybe often edit it out. The initial gut reaction is often preceded by that very noise, where it's like, ah, oh, gee,
0: um... No, that's it. And then you get yeah. it, like,
1: but that's the actual whole shimoli there.
0: Now, sometimes I make that noise while preparing a, an initial gut reaction, <laughs> but this is actually my initial... uh... uh. That's the product not the process. Yeah. My god.
1: It's it's ah. Uh... Okay, this is a stupid question I have to ask you at Please. the start. And it seems like a very obvious question. yeah. But like, had reading the comments and whatever or just hearing the general spicy nature. And by the way, I feel like there was going to be an element to this no matter what we did because it felt like all of the ones in had the vote these... In like, choices. In the vote choices mm. that like, a lot of people were like, oh, you're not going to have a good time. But were you already like, was the ship already out to sail when someone's like, this is a straight up racist movie and you're not going to enjoy yourself essentially. Like, <sighs> were, were you able to put that to one side and give it a fair
0: shake? I think I was i think what's happened with the vote choices is definitely i mean have you heard of my own petard because oh boy (laughs) have i been hoisted by it if
1: you kids like my chemical romance where do you see my chemical petard
0: (laughs) the whole conceit of this show is like oh i don't know about films and so Mm -hmm. in my mind i was like beloved franchises sequels everything's gonna be okay yeah right. all of these i think had some sort of reputation as being a bit shit or having stuff wrong with them. The fact that people were saying like this is, and again, I quote, straight up racist. Probably it was playing on my mind, but I don't think... Had that not been brought up, I wouldn't have noticed. Like,
1: yeah, I I, I, that's, that's something I think is quite important here, because I don't think in any way sort have a good conscience, because I don't like to surprise you with yeah, yeah. racism or anything like that. But I couldn't imagine anyone could watch this these days, unless you were a real fucking chest-thumping, fingers-in-your-ears Indiana Jones fan who's stuck in Arrested Development, that you wouldn't kind of go, right, it's aged a bit badly, because even Spielberg and Lucas themselves have kind of shit on the movie a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I don't know if you were aware of that, that they were kind of, like, disowned us a little bit, the, the weird middle
0: racist child. I tend to browse the wiki page post-watch to kind of get some bonus facts, and yeah, there was a, a kind of, neither of those lads are too hot on this one. But it's not the well, case that I was <laughs> I was watching this and being like, oh, I'm having a great time, and then that comment crept into my mind. I was like, oh, I see how this could be perceived as like, <laughs> it, it, it was, it, 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 Yeah, yeah. It is what it is,
1: and having occurred when it did, it remains as it was what it was as well.
0: Mm. Look, there were some positives. One I'm going to get into straight away okay. is that this is a prequel.
1: Yes, this is an interesting one now because mm. this is not a sequel to a prequel, nor a prequel to a sequel. This is a sequel that exists in the same world as a
0: prequel. So it's almost like Schrodinger's Quell, if you will. This is a prequel to the previous film, but what that actually ends up meaning, it doesn't really shout about the fact that it is a prequel. It's just like, hey, this is happening earlier than where we were before. You don't really need to have seen or know anything about Indiana Jones, really. This is very much a standalone adventure with separate characters other than... He's the only constant here. He's the only thing that you'll connect with. Uh, Other characters from that first film I don't believe come up at all.
1: No, they don't. I mean, the only time where characters from that movie come back is... Well, I mean, in Crystal Skull, you've got Marion comes back, obviously. Mm. But in terms of of our characters here we get like you know quite big performances big characters you've got short round and you've got willie the love interest and the damsel in distress in this movie and i do mean that quite literally in every oh, yes. sense yeah there won't be much more of them or if anything i don't think there's any reference to them whatsoever in the like mutt doesn't go oh, i wonder what short rounds up to like no, you know <sighs> is there anything like that like you know
0: but i think that's sort of a positive in that this is its own thing, and it just kind of can exist on its own, and you could watch this not really knowing about Indiana Jones. You, sh- you shouldn't, you should but you could. It's a positive in the sense that
1: if you were in, like, a doctor's office mm.
0: and it wasn't good news,
1: but it was localised, if you know what that, I'm saying. that's that like, kind of positive, yeah. As in, yeah, it, it can be removed. It's, we're okay. It's scary and it's weird and it stands out, yes, but I'll tell you what, Sam. Yeah. I knew I was in for a bad time when my main memory, when I started it <gasps> up and the indie music came in, when I started up in the movie, my main thought not was of cracking whips mm-hmm. and Kate Blanchett and hats and Shia LaBeouf, none of the good stuff. No. My, my immediate thought was watching the Indiana Jones DVD set documentary feature length that came with the set and then be like yo know, indie memories bah, 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 and then Steven were going like I just, I didn't didn't think this was our best um or <coughs> best outing really I didn't think it was actually um it stands out in a bad way. Is pretty much the gist of the theory on this. So,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, Spielberg is usually a pretty positive guy. <laughs> yeah, most, yeah, You know, he's a man who saw a made-up shark threat and th- saw an opportunity. So he's
0: a positive guy. Another positive. It is funny that there is a character called Willie.
1: Yeah, uh, is. Yeah,
0: because like. Was... Oh no, there's a, there's a special joke later about that. So don't, you right. <laughs> don't you worry? Don't you worry. Hey. So how we start off is quite interesting, and I didn't I didn't hate this. Okay. okay. Big, big musical starts. Oh yeah, this was a fucking this was old this, Hollywood. This old was. Hollywood. We get a man hitting a gong, a woman coming out of a dragon, singing "Anything Goes." It, it, it was like, it was
1: old Hollywood. You know, you had all the beautiful set design. Everyone yeah. dressed up really nice. You had white women vaguely dressed as an Asian character. It was old Hollywood. It was it was, it was old Hollywood. Look, it's probably not the most controversial thing. <laughs> it's because the <laughs> they go to the effort of singing it in like I'm not sure if it's Mandarin or Cantonese, but yeah, you know, it anything goes other than the titular line. In case you don't know the beast, yeah, it is
0: sung in another language, and that was pretty cool. That was cool. We got dancing girls, sparkly outfits. This isn't what I was expecting. I assumed, like, I was watching this, thinking, I thought this would be another adventure movie. Maybe we've come into a musical here, and they've really shook up the formula. They didn't, as it turned out. But we're in Shanghai. I thought, okay, this this is kind of interesting. I quite like what they've done here. In fact, this whole opening sequence, so there's some lads who are watching this and they're very impressed with what's happening. And I was wondering, in that musical sequence with all the dancing, they kind of go mm. almost backstage. Into these sequences where it's very old Hollywood big production.
1: Yeah, like big saying stage where like the backdrop being pulled back and there's a bigger space behind. And
0: that doesn't seem to exist in the same space as the actual reality of the film. There's like some bits that like they go dancing somewhere else for a bit and it kinda looks really cool and interesting. It's a nice title sequence and then they come out. Right. Like, okay. Cool. Kind of interesting. Kind of something different. You know
1: what that might have been now? Mm. I've heard often talk about clapping along and feeling like a room without a roof and all that. Yeah. And maybe it was that the crack was so mighty there and the vibe was so good. That it didn't feel so much as a room without a roof, but a room with a series of other rooms behind it that you can go back into. You know, Which which seems like, honestly, a little bit more practical than a room without a roof, if you think about
0: it. (laughs) And hey, Harrison Ford's here as Indiana Jones, in his white tuxedo. And this this all feels very Bond, doesn't it? This all feels a bit Bond. He's here in a tuxedo.
1: Also feels a little bit like Grim Fandango or Bogey from the Bogey movies. It it was very, again, old Hollywood. And you have to remember with this, right? And I think it's it's something that needs to be said in the movie's defence. Because you could look at literally any part of this and go, this is an old... old," Even the lads you're alluding to who are watching it, you could Mm. could probably say that they're like your typical evil random Asian baddies in a Hollywood movie. But they are trying to go for that pulp genre, that old... They're trying to be that old 30s and 40s vibe. And I guess... It has to be, I guess, held into account that they didn't think anyone would give a shit that they were being very authentic to that
0: in the 80s. It works in the same way that, like, the feel of, like, old-school Bond works. It's like, this is yeah. kind of, you know, exotic setting. We've got dancing girls. We've got a man into We reckon tuxedo. this is what Asia is like, <laughs> you know, circa 1935. He's being very suave. There's some diamonds. He, he needs the diamonds here... Yeah. We're introduced to Willie, the lead singer of this group of performers who immediately cuts down Indiana Jones and says, you know, when he's introduced as a eminent archaeologist Oh, I thought archaeologists were all funny little men searching for their mommies Oh! And- Indy's like, it's uh, it's mummies, actually, that we're... Mis- and there's mis- that when he grabs put. her and
1: pulls a knife on her. He's like, listen here, like, you know, he's, he's uh, very uh, very aggressive, is, uh, is El Indy here. He punches more than a few
0: women in this scene, actually, and this she points <laughs> yeah out. <laughs> um, so there's a bit of... I mean, this bit doesn't really matter. That's the cool thing about this whole setup to the story. This is to get our characters to somewhere else. But there's a diamond. There's an exchange that needs to go on. He's giving them something in exchange for a diamond. But they've poisoned him! They've yeah. poisoned him! Him, they've pointed guns they're passing back and forth diamonds and money on the little lazy Susan in the middle of the table you know the big spinny thing in the middle of a table I that love that I, I really, really like that as a touch I like, would like
1: most of my business to be conducted that way and maybe HBO Max if you want to do a new version of The Sopranos where instead of getting it into the pocket they just spin it around in a lazy Susan Yeah, I think that I'd be up for that I'd Absolutely. be up for that
0: the old classic spy stuff you've been poisoned I've got the anecdote ha 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 big old bust up breaks out you know it Indy's little mate who he has he has a guy who's the waiter who's helping out this guy dies he's introduced and he's like oh,
1: oh yeah seriously he's like no my really interesting fully grown Chinese friend with a name who was yep. an integral part of this movie I didn't truly understand why he died other than like it almost felt like it was played up for yucks and so this guy was like I'm here to save you
0: Ugh! and yeah. he's
1: immediately dead <laughs> well,
0: he gets to do this little speech where it's like we've been on so many mysteries together you and I Indy but now into the great unknown mystery I must go first I'm like, who the fuck are you? But I think that's to sort of say, this is Indiana Jones. He's been on loads of adventures already.
1: And he'll be, been on some since as well, he has been. That's yes, the thing. we know that as well. C- can I take a moment to talk about some of Willie's dialogue here? Please. Because it was at this moment in the movie that I wrote down that uh, Willie is definitely no Marianne, and she's not that type of a character. Mm. And as uh, someone who was playing Tomb Raider recently, I've obviously been been given a lot of really strong female characters, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. You've not lived until you've played as Laura Croft, ...killing hundreds of men for no real reason... ...while searching for archaeological trinkets... ...but Willie is so shit... ...and yeah, there's, yeah, th- yeah. there's a reason for this apparently... ...here's some of her lines that she says in this bit... ...oh no... ...ah... ...my dress... Ooh, a diamond. Here's another line of dialogue from the movie as well. I'm a lady written by the recently divorced George Lucas who, and I'm fucking serious, wanted Indy's main girl in this to be a virginial young princess and had to be talked down into damsel in distress, I hate all women, bro, because he was in a dark place when this came out.
0: So there you go. Yeah, the character of Willie... Never breaks away from the cliches you'd expect of damsel in into- Oh my god, ah! You know, sc- loud screaming kind of silly and that's that's just like shrill woman
1: she makes fucking olive oil look like becky lynch or something it's so, it's ridiculous how shit she is and also as well further little bit about her, about the actor is that steven spielberg said the only good thing about this movie or the reason why he can't fully hate it is that he met her on the set and she and him ended up becoming married oh. so so there you go well that's nice yeah so this, every cloud, every movie... Every cloud a ha- has a silver lining. lining.
0: I did enjoy the chaos of this early big bust-up fight scene because, fucking out Indiana Jones lobs a flaming kebab sword thing oh, yeah. into one of these lads who then shoots Willie or, like, just narrowly misses. Big fight no everywhere. No one said holy shish, which I thought
1: was kind of uh, <laughs> a, a loose line that, that was left on good. the cutting room floor. It would have been quite good. Hey, here's, here's the time to ask, because I figured you would have said as much in your initial gut reaction and then your supplementary positive section. Hmm. But I was wondering, did the action, were you kind of, did you get into it a little bit of fist pump? Because it's pretty much non-stop. This is like
0: a two hour action sequence, this movie, with a few little breaths in between. I really feel like this bit was my favourite because we, we have the dancing girls rushing out while all of this stuff is going on and then kind of rushing back in like, ah, and then balloons falling down. We get balloons everywhere, diamonds and antidotes rolling around on the floor. I was
1: hoping they'd start playing any Goes again just because we're obsessed
0: with that song. It's very good. The the, the little motif of it comes up. We get the dramatic music. We get a little bit of it in the background as this fight. Okay, this is actually quite good fun. They managed to escape out of this room. Did you see what the club's called?
1: Yes, uh, Club Obi Wan. Club Obi Wan,
0: which is, of course, Uh, a reference.
1: Star Wars. Uh, I've not heard of that club. I've had a few drinks in a Club Ben, but uh, that's, uh, that's a different
0: say. <laughs> but our two lead characters here, they escape with the help of a little Chinese boy in a car, right? Yep. Short round. Mm-hmm. I mean, how are we feeling about short round as a character? Kevin? Okay, here's where I'm at with short range. Okay, mm. sorry, is short round a reference to an American thing that I don't get? I don't know. It sounds like it's already a thing, doesn't it?
1: Short round sounds like you know what it is. I think it's like, is it like a, an order of pa- a smaller order of pancakes? Like you don't have a tall stack of uh, short I, round. A
0: short round. Yeah, is that
1: like saying that he's a little lad, like you know, it sounds like something you can eat, doesn't it? Or fire out of a gun there was a line in John P. Keane's seminal Irish play The Field where he says give us three bottles of stout and some of them roundy biscuits I don't know if that's <laughs> the same thing I mean if,
0: <laughs> if the character was called roundy biscuit <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I would struggle to feel quite as negative about this film as I did if 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 he was no, called Roundy no. Biscuit.
1: If anything she's gonna be a sexy bond girl or something like that, Randy Biscuit <laughs> sends a much far far better use of that. So Okay, Mm. here's where I'm at with Short range. I went into the movie with massive arms folded about, like, "Mm," and there was a lot of people who were like, fuck Short range" and all that jazz. So I'm also aware that Short range because the actor who played him was also in The Goonies. He's a big part of people's childhoods and all that as well. And I would say one of the only bits of, like, Oh, like, as in like you know the heartwarming bit, which honestly is quite lacking in this movie, which I think is both a Spielberg and a Lucas staple. That feeling of oh, the only time I got that in this movie was later on when Short Range and Indy were like, "You're my best friend," like I I really appreciate. It. And when they when they were like that, I was like, okay, now do they make lots of kind of racially charged jokes or stereotypical jokes at his expense not that I could really see in my impervious gaze as a white lad watching this no but the thing about him is like the Apu defense just because he's not saying hurtful shit or it's not been like look at him he's a piece of shit or he's, he's weird or whatever hmm. even though they try and like incorporate them in. I just imagine a lot of kids got called Short Round back in the day and that was the, that was the bullying stick, you know? That's, yeah. that's what I feel about it. I yeah. feel it's done damage even though they meant well. Much like poo, Even I, though obviously it's not been played by a white guy or anything like again, that. Again,
0: maybe naively I sort of feel like their hearts were in the right place with that character, okay? <laughs> like, I, I think yeah. there is a nice relationship between him and Indy. You get no real sense of where it comes from other than a bit of backstory of I think, was Short Round trying to write him and he like took him under his wing and they just became friends
1: he's an ally kind you know,
0: of he's one of his little mates
1: if there was an Indiana Jones game he'd be one of the eight companions that you could pick from or whatever you know pre-selected yeah
0: and you know what I enjoyed the kind of car chase shootout situation here with short round shunting a rickshaw the man was running and then he kind of went up in the air in the rickshaw that was great there's a very good solid visual gag and I thought these characters from the start who were like I thought they were going to be the main villains, but they're not. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But as Indiana Jones, Willie, and Short Round all board a cargo plane to get away with the help of a British man, that was played by Dan Aykroyd. Would you believe? Oh, okay. It's not a plane; it's actually a UFO filled of crystal skulls
1: and vodka. <laughs> you <laughs> so, big fucking aegis And that led to, of course, the Kingdom
0: of the Crystal Skull.
1: So it all just because we didn't do Ghostbusters two doesn't think Dan Aykroyd's not getting
0: his weekly receipt. <laughs> <laughs> so as they all get on this cargo. Plane to get away, and just as the villain guy is catching up, I think he's called Lao, Chai, or Lao, Shen, like, or, Lao yeah, Che or something that. Yeah, and then
1: he's like, "See you later, Lao Shen," and then he closes the door, and it's like Lao Shen Airlines.
0: Oh, Par- fuck me, that's good. That is funny. I mean, there's some
1: great visual gags, and I would say its reputation as being like kind of oh, it's really dark, and it's like it's got this reputation being like the dark, violent one, like this kind of it, it stands out for that reason. Mm. But honestly, I think if you strip back, I think that's just the way that people can say it's a bit racist. But we like it anyway. <laughs> but like I don't even though it's got some like yo know, human sacrifice and child labour stuff, there's still like as many, if not more, visual goofs. Yeah. As if like Nazis trying to
0: become immortal is like
1: somehow like, you know,
0: lighter atomic <laughs> or something. So they get on this plane, uh, mm. Indian Willy, they don't get along, he's calling her Dal like that, and Dahl! she's like, you know, and I'm not like that. Nice shot of them flying and the lines getting drawn on the map. in Love the that.
1: that! That's indie. That's
0: classic indie right there. So once that plane goes down, we'll talk about that a little bit. But once that plane goes down, I think we'd kind of reached peak fun for me in this movie. Really? Like, I, I had most of my fun in like opening ten, fifteen minutes.
1: It's, pretty, it's um, a nice romp, like in the same way that the first bit of the last movie as well and you were quite keen on that as well it yeah. was a nice self-contained like it feels like you don't need Indiana Jones movies as much as you need like Indiana Jones like mid 2000s <laughs> YouTube videos or something like you know 10 to 12 minute sections
0: yeah I mean the stuff of these the pilots on this plane uh, dumping out all the fuel and then parachuting overboard while Willie and Indiana Jones are asleep
1: and we, we've all been in that terrifying situation we're in a plane there's
0: no pilots and there's no chickens it's fucking scary man. And Short Run's like, Doctor Jones, no more parachutes, plane's going down. This is great action stuff, you know? Him getting in the cockpit and being like, I, I don't know how to fly a plane, do you? And Willie just doing that kind of... She's just like, <coughs> oh no! Ugh! And they jump out of a plane in a rubber dinghy Which doesn't make sense and shouldn't work. There's two instances here, and I don't mean to be like, this is a plot hole, it's a stupid adventure film, but there are two times when all of these characters should be dead. (laughs) Um, and This is like one of them. As they go out of a plane in a rubber dinghy and just land and they're fine.
1: So basically, Sam, you and I have come to the conclusion that we refuse to engage this movie's shameful, racist content simply because they should have already been dead by the time it happened. Yeah, so So that kind of is
0: irrelevant now. It kind of is a moot point, <laughs> and so they managed to actually land on some an on, on a snowy mountain in a rubber dinghy. And then they're like snow rafting down the mountain at high speed. And Indy's like, oh, that wasn't so bad, was it? And then they plummet off a cliff.
1: Very James Bond when they were going yeah. down in that,
0: that dinghy, it felt like. <laughs> Great stuff. Genuinely good fun. They land in some rapids. They managed to get down. They should have died twice, but it's all a bit of fun. And now the actual plot of the film starts. That stuff at the beginning that was just to get us here. And we're in India.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Well, we're not in India, Sam, because the country of India was so annoyed with the depiction in the movie that they refused to let them film in India, so they filmed in Sri Lanka instead and just said it was India. And the movie Ah, didn't get... We're in India. Ah, (laughs) And the movie didn't get a theatrical release in India at the time. And I Uh think (laughs) a large reason why it feels like the racial stuff didn't make any sort of a wave other than the fact that it was the 80s, I guess, in Mm. America. the fact that it was viewed as being like oh they just don't get over there in India sure they don't understand over in India they're being too sensitive and it's right. like
0: well there's a lot of things
1: in here that if you're Indian I mean you might be pretty pissed uh. off I guess
0: yes so uh, an Indian man an older man looking kind of old and mysterious or stands there and silently directs them towards their village
1: oh this fucking village Jesus Christ resident yeah. evil fucking village it's so so fucking bad. And yes, I know it was a country that had lots of problems in the 30s. Yeah. Least of all your lot, I'm pointing at the British one, yeah? Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, guys. They make it out to be like, they're literally fucking savages rubbing sticks together in a big pile of shit, like,
0: it's so fucking bad. (sighs) Yeah, and they all kind of crowd around the little gang, and they're just like
1: ah. They're like "Ah, zombies! "Ah." They're literally
0: like zombies going Yeah. It's so gross. They're not really portrayed in a kind of human way.
1: Yeah, you're yeah. they're not portrayed like people is pretty no. much how it
0: comes across. The villagers bring them food even though all of the villagers are impoverished and starving and Willy's just like, I'm not eating this disgusting food. I'm a singer. <laughs> look, the food does look yucky. There's some more food stuff we'll get into later on. Oh,
1: this food, though, particularly the bit they're offered in the village had mm. big Troll 2 vibes to it. Like, it was the green ooze... You know... (laughs) Guy giving it to her was
0: fucking stoned. <laughs> and, um, our main plot point here is explained to us like the main kind of, not MacGuffin, but like the thing that we're chasing after here. The people from the palace of Panko mm? took a sacred stone from the shrine from this village. Evil forces, darkness, the rivers then dried up, the village was destroyed. Bloody dark light. Fucking hate that. And those oh, villagers believe me that because I think they were praying to, Sh- to Shiva, Indy and his his mates, fell out of the sky and they've been brought here to come and save the day and get that special magic stone back um, you know what
1: it's mm. been it's been a time in movies but I don't know if I've seen as much Hindu phobia in, in my times because it was a subtle thing and it was only someone messaged me and saying like I, I find this album to it be a bit egregious or whatever yeah. and the, just the casual like Hinduism is kind of treated as this like almost like a savagery type of like simplistic we worship this god it, yeah. and also as well it's fucking Hindu yeah if you're they're so Hindu get a fucking cow, couple of cows in there, maybe, huh?
0: Yeah. Like, what? it
1: literally one in the whole movie?
0: (laughs) Are you sure this is Indy? Come on. I mean, when that story has been relayed to them, Indy literally brushes it off to Short Round and says, oh, don't worry, Shorty, it's just a ghost story. And that's, look, that's a line from a character who has opinions and views, but it does also speak to how I think this religion is depicted like a whole group of well, like, people uh... if
1: you're playing a game like the secret of monkey island or something like that mm. and they go to a random island in it and it's like look these are these savage tribal people they believe in all sorts of crazy things like cannibalism the fact that they're doing that but with an actual religion like you know you could say that oh it's bad or whatever if you're having your random faces tribals that were just making up a religion or whatever yeah. but this you gotta admit this is worse like there's, a, there's more than a couple of hindus in the world and they watch
0: movies yes I think (laughs) you hit on something there that you could just make up a group of people who make up a country
1: if you said you were anywhere the fact that we're like we're indians and they talk about vishnu and shiva
0: and it's Mm. ah now lads here we go but also kevin because we're in india they our characters get to ride on elephants which no I I can't ride
1: an elephant I'm a lady I broke my nail I need to apply moisture
0: give it a oh They don't give it a rest. Kevin, she's gotten the elephant the wrong way around, so she's going bum first as she's walking along. That's hilarious. She says, oh, I need to call my agent when she's on this element <laughs> facing the wrong way. Uh, just that,
1: okay, yeah. She, she is the only woman as well, right? She is the only woman. There's no other woman in this movie who has a line of dialogue, is there? Um, and singing
0: doesn't count at the start. Not in English. I think, like, some of the generic villagers might say some things and be women. But in terms of, like, in terms of a character who has fucking dialogue in this film, I think it is just... Her. So
1: we just did episode mm. 2 Star Wars on the Patreon for the yeah. Swill, and obviously a big sticking point in that was George Lucas as a writer and I asked hypothetically in, in that when we were watching the romance scenes I asked who hurt you George? And it's obvious his ex-wife hurt him because he feels very hurt here Can you imagine the mindset and like what happened in George Lucas and his views with romance and women that went took us from here to the soft sand of Naboo?
0: <laughs> I sh- I don't know, but this feels like he's... He was responsible for the story, wasn't he? And, like, mm. I, I, I don't know who, like, wrote this or who came up with all these decisions. There is something about the fact that it... You know, Willie is glamorous star being a bit of a diva, that seems to suggest that, like, George Lucas has been in Hollywood and has some views about some certain people. Yeah, you know and do what you also, said? as
1: well, do you know when he divorced her? It literally, she wanted, she attempted to file for divorce, mm. like, a year into the production of Return of the Jedi or whatever. And her reasons were that he was never around, like, he just was a workaholic and he, he right. would never even speak with her and he was emotionally shut down or whatever. And he begged her not to split up with her because he thought it would hamper the production of Jedi and also be bad PR. So, yeah. literally, like, the day that the movie got released, the day after, she's like, yeah, fucking divorce me finally, uh-huh. please. <laughs> I
0: don't know. We're like, I had hope at this point that Willie as a character... Well, I didn't have hope. I started to get pessimistic that this was all she would be. Is just shrieking comic relief.
1: It is. It is all she is. And it is. She, she, she never... Not at a single point. Her, her level... I mean, she does some things... Against her be- her wishes and better judgment that mm. help people later on, but like it's never as if she has a moment like a prideful moment or a moment where you think of her anything other than like, as a as a hindrance to them really. And it's it was men behaving badly. Dirty George and Spielberg in their in their wood bedroom flat <laughs> making their dirty movie. Hey, why we have that annoying woman in it? Ooh, hey. <laughs> Before Nuts Magazine,
0: there was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and I'm reminded that I'm not too hot on Indiana Jones as a character. You know, his, his <clears throat> whole vibe <clears throat> of like, you know, <laughs> classic. I guess classically kind of handsome, suave, whatever his thing is. You know, Willie's saying like, oh, what big birds there up in the sky? Those aren't big birds, sweetheart. They're giant vampire birds And he he, he said, that's not a good voice, but he sounds like Troy McClure or something. It's got that kind of like Hollywood The only reason he
1: gets away with it, like, if you wrote down Indy's lines, it could literally be Troy McClure. You're dead right. Mm. And I think it's just because harrison is gruff and yeah. it's all like a, you know he's got that he's oh. got that kind of angry dad disappointed also as well that bit where she's like oh birds and mm. then he's like no they're bats i think i've told the story here before on this podcast that legitimately happens to me in real life you saw some
0: birds but they were bats
1: yeah i was in china and i was when i was working with moon bears and mm. someone who i was with they looked up and they said oh look at the, they were a volunteer and they didn't know a whole hell of a lot like yeah. you know and they're like oh look check it out there there's some birds, and I go, no, those are vampire bats, and they uh. went. Ah! And we were up on a roof And they like ran down the fire escape super quickly uh. And now I sit back and I wonder Was that just like the world's best reference Where they're like I'll tell you what I'll do I'll ask him that And then when he responds as the reference I'll run away screaming
0: like, Oh do you think uh, they like, were like really in on the bit And trying like committing fully to a joke here Yeah yeah, they, yeah. They're,
1: they're obviously a big willy head You know that They're, they're like <laughs> Sorry no that came out wrong They're a willy file There we go <laughs>
0: M- much better. Uh, oh, Willy falls in the water off an elephant, and short. The tro- point in laughing. Very
1: funny. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Hang on. No. 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 Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. This was. This was the thing. This from earlier. From earlier. I said there'd be one of these. Willy. Willy is wet. Wet Willy. Sorry. F- wet Willy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got a bit of wet Willy here. <laughs> So Willie has a, a run-in with a bat, which is genuinely terrifying for her. She's freaking out, running around screaming because she's encountered this giant fucking vampire bat. BAT! And the lads, Indy and Shorty, are just playing cards and complaining about the noise of a woman screaming.
1: Well, she's got valid concerns, such as... I'm a lady. I hate this.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Here's a fun fact for you. Short round. Mm. Two facts about short round. Firstly, he wasn't the person auditioning for the role. It was his brother. And then he was ah. like, oh, you just come anyway. I like, Can you imagine that? Like, if you were auditioning for something, like, now nah, that brother over there, it's, for ah. fuck's sake. <laughs> sure, short Sure. his brother was very happy with that development. <laughs> Secondly as well, when he was working on set, he used to ring his mother and would refer to Lucas and Spielberg as Beard Wars and Beard 2 respectively fucking so, hell yeah, that is funny That is. I, just, a- <laughs> I like to imagine Beard 1 and Beard 2 like a couple of bananas and pyjamas sitting around writing Willie's dialogue what would she say Beard I don't know Beard she'd probably say I hate this I'm a woman I'm
0: a lady I hate everything or some shit I'm not sure if he meant it but that's such a solid dunk to be with Beard 1 and, and Beard 2 <laughs> hey a criticism I had of Indiana Jones last time of his characterization was that he and I think you agreed with this too, you, you mentioned it, that he doesn't ever seem visibly upset by snakes, other than saying I don't like snakes. It, his whole thing about being scared of snakes was just him saying I'm scared of snakes. Whereas this time Ah yes! He sees a snake and he does look actually visibly scared so that's a nice touch we you get know what some, it was I, yeah. I
1: thought and this is me maybe giving him too much credit what I thought and I thought it was it was good was that because Willie was complaining so much about the jungle she was like going like ah there's a thing over here and like ah there's a thing here she, she hated everything and and then he's like come on sweetheart it's a it's a jungle what do you expect and then when he sees a snake which he's scared of mm. he's too scared or embarrassed to say I'm scared of snakes like he always does because 'Cause he just wanted to say it in front of her, so he just tries and keeps it in and he goes a bit like, instead.
0: So, it's a little bit of fragile masculinity stuff coming hey! out here. Is this actually a clever send up of those kinds of characters? or are we meant to think that Indy is the cool dude and he's our guy?
1: Well, actually, Beard 1, Beard 2, we've gotten some feedback from the audience testing here in 1985, and it turns out a man admitting he's afraid of anything is tested as being gay, so, unfortunately... <laughs> get get we're, we're got, out of there. Just get it out of there. He can, he can acknowledge it with his eyes, but he's not allowed to say it.
0: Yeah, Indy's found... An old statue thing. Oh, it's a spooky old statue. It's all covered in jam. Sp- spooky old statue thing. And while he's looking at it, their elephants have all been nicked and there's bats flying everywhere. Well, the, the, the elephants were nicked. Well, I think what it was is their guides and whatnot. I think they were scared off because they were
1: locals by the bad oh. energy or whatever from it. And they're like, ah, and they took the Olifants
0: with them. I just thought they got kind of whatever the equivalent of carjacked is, but for elephants. They got elephant jacked. ollie jacked. And maybe. I- you know? I've seen some jacked elephants Ryan. or
1: we could say hyraxed instead of jacked because hyrax is closely related to an elephant
0: yeah. uh, a little bit of zoology for us there
1: if you ever wanted to know what Hollywood celebrity <coughs> is trapped in the soul of every hyrax it's Patton Oswalt there you go you should, you should you should look one up right now it's good H-Y-R-A-X He just has the eyes <laughs>
0: He does, doesn't he? He does. He has the quiet yeah. confidence of Patton Oswald. Oh, well, that's nice. There we go. There go. Just a little old... treat for, for listeners at home. A little treat for listeners at home. So, we get to Panko Palace. I'm sorry, i got
1: to say, Panko Palace sounds like, like a really crunchy, great place, and I want to go yeah. there.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love to go to Panko Palace. Oh, yes, please. We meet the Prime Minister, I think, the leader of the thing. It's all very this, charming. This bit here. Oh, my God. Fuck me the posh British bloke they yeah were introduced well, to? Th-
1: this whole right it's the 30s we're literally on the cusp of Gandhi here right yeah. and we have got Britain colonial powers in the house and they make them out like they're the fucking goodies yeah like well, come
0: ugh. on well the, the British captain has a funny name it's called Captain, captain Lombard. He's not fucking Muppet. He's an evil, fucking evil man with a gun. It's cheeky Captain bum Burp, and he's here like, oh, terribly sorry, I didn't mean to do all these things. Sorry, it's an inconvenience.
1: They literally make being subjugated by the British Empire a villainous trait. They're like, oh, these bloody British, always coming over here and checking up on us like an overbearing mother. Yes, that was our problem. We hated so much bloody Cromwell coming over here. Stop taking such good care of us. Oh well, you're a bit nosy, you British. Keep
0: coming around
1: looking Can at we? stuff. We're not teenagers. You don't want <laughs> you to come into a room. It's a sovereign nation, you bloodthirsty pricks. Stop uh. us.
0: Look, Willie's only concern here, her main concern is talking, you know, trying to find out about the Maharaja's wife because he's rich. And she likes money, so she's trying to be like, who, oh, who, the Maharaja, is he married? And she's disappointed when the Maharaja is a, a little a little boy. Or a boy-haraja, as it's also boy, known. Boy-haraja, Willie's very disappointed.
1: I will say, mouthfeel words we talked before, words that are lovely to say, words that sound nice. Maharaja is, f- oh,
0: Jesus Christ. Good. Yeah, I, good I one. I could
1: fall asleep to someone saying that word over and over. Maharajan. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, and short rounds gets a little one-liner here, saying, "Mate, um, okay." He doesn't say exactly this, but he he says, "I uh, know. Be careful now. You can't do the Jar Jar or the Watto defense here. This is you no, can't, I can't. No, I can't. You cannot. Maybe he likes." Older women, and that's not a verbatim quote, but there are certain quirks in the way <laughs> that Short Round says things that I feel are so, deliberate. So basically,
1: like they are going to the kids and saying, "Like, hey, you know that Asian kid? If you want to kind of parody how he talks,
0: these are the words you should drop and change." <laughs> but oh yeah, boy! He gets a little one-liner there. Apparently, Harrison Ford took most of the one-liners that were meant for Short Round. So Short Round had a lot really? more snappy quips. And there's just a little line that does have a citation that's just, Harrison Ford took a bunch of the one-liners that were intended for Short Round. He, he must have like heard him doing them or saw them in the script and was like, no, 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 I, I'll have that, and just did all the jokes. So I, this was like a little bit of Short Round kind of being funny and making a quip. Like, maybe he likes older women is a kind of a one-liner little joke, right? Yeah, yeah. It he doesn't final... get to do that much of that.
1: No, he has large portions of the movie where he's kind of seen and not heard let's just say yeah and can i just say now can we all just imagine harrison ford now mm-hmm. so let's, let's all picture him at home now in his house yeah sat down oh look he looks a bit grumpy doesn't he and there he is now and he's threatened by a fucking 10 year old boy <laughs> doing a few jokes so let's, just, let's let's all have a look at him now yeah. and let's all think this together there he is big man huh big Freshened.
0: man now i gang are sitting down with the prime minister, an Indian, the prime minister are, t- are talking about the thuggy cult that makes human sacrifices. Apparently, the British have done away with them entirely, but the the village from before have said no, that that's still what's happening. And look around the dinner <laughs> table, this big thing, snake surprise, yay, snake surprise, which is a snake with more snakes inside it. And I mean, these Indian fellas, Kevin, are eating bugs and snakes and eyeball soup, and chilled monkey brains for pudding.
1: It is fucking grotesque. It, it, it's, it, yeah. it's worse than what if you would imagine a scene where Dennis Hopper's Bowser was eating dinner in the Mario Brothers movie, or Troll yeah. 2 or something like... It's an other level of extra care and detail to make it as gross and horrible as
0: possible. The only thing I would say, and this is... The, I would do a <laughs> tiny little bit of playing Devil's Advocado here. Please. That... If, if the goof here is that they have prepared these foods to make fun of the cliches that the Westerners will think about them in order to freak them out, and that's the understanding of what's happening here, and that's a joke, it's not laid on thick enough that everyone will understand that, and even if everyone did understand that, I think those cliches about what Indian cuisine is like have, They're from this film, yeah. have come out into culture. Like, I was reading up on, like, oh, people still think some of this shit about... Indian food and Indian cuisine and Indian people. So even if this is meant to be a kind of, hey, we're tricking them by making them eat what they think we eat, it still had that same effect from just being in the film and so being... There, the, yeah,
1: there was allegedly a line that was cut where they were going to right. do something to that effect. And it was meant to be like, Indy's meant to turn over to Willie or Short Round and say, I think they're messing with us. No self-respecting Hindu would eat meat or whatever it was. Yep. And... I kind of feel, yeah, it's it's one of those things where, just like with Short Round or whatever, it's something that's been presented not with like upfront malice or something like that, even though I'm sure you know, but like, it was also not presented with any sort of consideration for like, I mean, you know, Indian Americans, that's a voice that's not really heard a whole ton, and it's only really in recent years where you kind of started to hear a little bit more of that community vocalising or having enough people, you know, (laughs) enough people to actually kind of raise these concerns but it says a lot about how great Indian cuisine was when out of spite my mind was like you're going to think about all the Indian cuisine that you've had and you've made and how great it is yeah. and I sat there going do your fucking worst mate because I made sag paneer and it's fucking good man Aww. oh, oh nice. no
0: paneer ah.
1: come on ah. what's that Kevin are you going to the Irish houses of parliament no I'm just here in England eating my doll
0: that's all that's <laughs> going on here baby There's something about Chilled monkey brains for, for dessert feels so particularly <laughs> and they, like, egregious.
1: Twist the monkey's head open, like <clears throat> like come
0: on. <laughs> yeah, like, uh. and look, that was a thing that was a sticking point for a lot of people, and was like you know a really gross thing. And hey. I get it. It is bad. That is really bad.
1: And I will say, even if it wasn't, you know, we went on a hypothetical route where it's like, this isn't India, this is, like, some made-up fictionalised country or whatever it Mm. is, or these aren't meant to be any particular type of people or whatever, it's still a very upsetting scene to watch (laughs) because of all the grossness. It is, like,
0: genuinely fucking minging, and not in a fun way. Cartoony levels of, like, yucky, eyeball soup, come on. Just have a man eaten by ants, CG or otherwise, and that's all I need. I'm fine. Don't eat the ants. No, have the ants eat him, you big Aegis. If anything, that will increase my appetite. Indy is getting all flirty with Willy by talking about his researching. He's had years of field research in... Nocturnal activities and love rituals. Am I right that he's a smooth customer? This uh, guy, yes,
1: yeah, so smooth. The fucking three point handbrake turn here, where he goes from actively despising her to be like, "Oh, baby, come on, baby,
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell." They don't actually bang because there's an argument about you know whether he's perceived her as being too easy, and he's like, "I'm not too easy." And then they both go to their separate I like the, rooms, I like
1: when they're both counting to five minutes. that's kind of
0: yeah that was the closest to like pure chemistry I
1: felt they had when they were in separate rooms cutting back between them you'll be back here in
0: five minutes and then they're both just waiting you know, counting it down. And, you know, they're trying to make each other look good so that when they do see each other again, it'll be, you know, uh, okay, fine. But we don't have time for that because Indy's getting garroted. Despite Indy's awful pong and smell of want on
1: him, he's still being attacked by baddies instead. And, you in know, one of our first, like, kind of proper, like, hey, it's a baddie and me, Indiana Jones, the hero. And then it sure ends, like, quickly hang him from the neck until he's dead. Da, 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 we severed this! Yay! Yay! Yeah.
0: He's spinning round on a ceiling fan, uh, hanging down. Please quickly turn oh. off the fan. Short range. Cool. <laughs> Great. Fun. Adventure time. <laughs> <laughs> so after that attack, obviously Indy's uh, got his guard up here. So he's, he's come into Willie's room and he's very suspicious of everything. And she's like, "What? Well, hey, what's going?" Because she's still in flirty mode. He grabs the the breasts. Of one of the statues in the room, and she's like, "Secret hey, boob passage." I'm right here, but he he pushes the the boobs of the of the statue to reveal a, a hidden passage, and it's, it says some stuff about following the path of Shiva.
1: So they go here now into what I'll call the baddies' base or whatever. Secret tunnels. They're here till the end of the movie. This this is it now. Mm. And did you find the pace a bit brisk? Like, because it's two hours or whatever, but mm. it's fucking relentless. Like you're going from big scene to big scene to big well, scene
0: we're going from big scene to big scene to big scene and then we spend a long time underground and i didn't i just didn't like being there the scenes that take place now we're kind of underground in this Spooky base,
1: or is the fact that we spent fun? the next kind of scene almost entirely in the company of scuttly insects of various shapes and sizes?
0: Yeah, I mean, so there's there's bits with like the roof coming down with spikes on it, uh, and s- ske-
1: scolopendra giganta spotting in the in the background for any of the centipede fans there. Bless you, uh,
0: and the uh, the, s- 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 the skeletons like emerging from the ground. there's spikes and things. Willie's coming down to try and help and she actually has to like reach into a hole with creepy crawlies in it which is literally a bushwhacker trial. It is from, a bushwhacker uh, yeah. trial for my celebrity.
1: By the way, random yeah. aside, if you want an exceptionally good trashy reality show, mm-hmm. may I recommend Married at First Sight Australia? I have been wrecked that as well. Please. Please. Yeah. Watch season four. Pl- I'll say no more. Is it hot garbage? In a it good way. is the most perfect... Hot garbage like <laughs> okay. we when we started it's like oh god episodes are an hour long there's 27 by episode four and they, we were like there's more, 27 more. episodes yeah
0: so, <laughs> i'll bear that in mind it seems yeah. to be always on on like itp four. or one of those ones. It's uh, so. all
1: four, you can get it all right, streaming, okay. so
0: yeah. This is all a bit I'm a Celebrity, a little bit Fort Boyard. Oh, a little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. When they they finally make their way down into this thuggy ceremony with all of these guys here. Are
1: thuggies a real thing? Because it just feels like when we're saying it, it's like, and particularly with your British accent, you're like, yeah. this kind of like thuggy thing they were doing when they had all their cars and they were revving them up
0: and all that. It sounds like I'm complaining to Ofcom, doesn't it? It's a bit... <laughs>
1: Yeah, or, or citizen's advice or something like yeah. that. Like, or what you can do about your neighbours or something like that.
0: Thuggy is not a, not a good word for me to be saying with my voice. But they were worshipping Kali. And we see M- Molaram, who is the yes. main villain, the High Priestess of the thuggies.
1: And he's come out and he he was in defence of the movie and he said that he didn't think it was bad portrayal of the Indian culture or anything like that. He said it was just like the silly old stories that you know Indian pop culture etc. Told as well. So you know, yeah. But I mean, uh... if, you're, if your main lead's not going to come out in defence of it, like you're going to <laughs> you ever got let to stand on, you know. I suppose so.
0: So he's there in like a horn helmet, ripping out a man's a little, well, like a little lad's heart, he who is then somehow still alive. So we've got the the mysticism, the magic here.
1: I will say with this whole set I don't know if you picked up on this mm. much because I know you're obviously you're a gamer boy said see you later boy like myself yeah, yeah. but I know that you're more of a skate world than a lot of the other things that I'm in but I swear not many sec- ramps
0: down here not many rails no,
1: not great Ollie stuff although if you do a good long hand plant on the lower e cage bit as it goes all the way down you'll get the secret videotape I've heard oh, that much right but yeah, What But yeah. I will say is this second half of the movie I feel is inspired like s- not just inspired I think it's literally laid the fucking blueprints for like 90% of like underground skull cult bases I feel like I've played 10 games where I've went into a place with a big fiery skull in the middle and kind of evil chieftain tribal elders pulling on big cranks and such now I know that's not exclusive to this movie but very much the nuts and bolts and the mechanisms of it and the colours there's a big minecart bit later on which I'm pretty sure someone at Rare must have watched for Donkey Kong you know it feels like very (laughs) much a lot of this inspired a lot of video games
0: I think so you know those sorts of games where you have to like mush x to to do something yes sneak through this little hole by pressing x a bunch of times quick time event that's what they call them isn't it qte that's, T-E, sam that's when i kind of dipped out of gaming when it all got like that but this lad he's had his heart ripped out he's still alive
1: it's actually called a heart yoink i'll have you know sorry
0: for my disrespect and, and when you take it out you have to go oh got your heart Oh, eh? not in a romantic way. Burned alive in a kind of dunked into a lava pit, but and his heart, which has been ripped out, bursts into flames and
1: uh, uh, they start talking about how their sect of Hinduism is going to take over the world as well Yeah, There's, uh, yeah
0: it's it's yeah. quite
1: an aggressive religion as experienced by George Lucas and uh, Steven
0: Spielberg but they've got uh, the majority now I think of the special stones Sankara stones yeah. they're in that
1: big skull they're, again how many things have you played with big glowy bits you have to remove that. Give uh, the power take to it the out beat?
0: of the thing and look at it you know what when the music and the tension was building up of Indy sneaking towards towards this kind of like big skull thing to take one of these stones and holding it in it glowing in his hand and i had this with star wars episode two over on patreon It was a little glimpse of like ah i get it and, like it, something about the way it looked and it felt and the music and everything of this thing glowing in his hand i enjoyed it
1: was that safe to say the movie was firing on all cylinders like it mm. was selling you on what it was meant to be at that point
0: it was a little glimpse of what i should have been feeling much more <laughs> throughout the whole movie you know what i mean like i, I for a second Ah, I can feel it. I can feel the Indiana Jones stuff. I'm in. I, I'm I like, feel ah. You got that feeling once
1: in the first episode where we covered Indy, I and mean, it was when the bit with the plane when the plane explodes, and the, mm. and the hangar. Yeah. But the fact that you got it here, I was... I, uh, was it the lone
0: sighting of that feeling in this movie? I, th- I, I mean, I enjoyed the kind of, the early hijinks, but it wasn't that same feeling, but with this, I, there was just a, a coming together of cinematography, of music, of acting, of just a moment where I was like, ah, it's Indiana jones and i just it just like you can see my eyes when i say that kind of like widening go ah indiana jones like it just you know, felt right you know you know
1: what special mention for this mm. i think it's a big positive about this movie is you are quite wary about there being oh iffy effects or anything like that and i would say bar one or two very slight instances later I it's thought better it was, than the first one maybe it's because they're in a set and like the set is very meticulously designed like this is like the fucking most perfect place in the world everything is like down to a tee yeah and i think it. Look super great.
0: Like, and we've watched a lot of movies recently on Swirl which have not stood the test of time at all. It's a pretty pretty good looking movie. I think Certainly better than how I felt about the first one in terms of the looks of, and the effects and things like that. But you know, just as I was feeling good about that, some scary lads grab Willie and Shorty as they're watching Indy going about his business. And there's a like a it's a horrible underground lair full of lots of child slaves being whipped, being whipped. Yeah. And so Indy sees this uh, as he snuck kind of backstage into the child slavery bit. And his response is to just lob a stone at the man doing the whipping, which, I, you know what, there's a certain charm to that, to just be like, how am I going to fix it? Fuck it. Fuck a stone. Just was he, was it. he
1: anticipating the guy whipping the child going, oh, have you got a big problem with this? Well, let he who is without sin get the- <laughs> We've all got our demons. I
0: happen to work 9 hours a day whipping children. But Indy immediately kind of gets captured and lumped into jail with I Feel the, like there's a, a, a
1: semi-permanent state of being captured over and over again for the last 45 minutes.
0: Yeah, well, it, it's the kind of claustrophobia and darkness and kind of insidiness of this set, of this underground set. And look, it looks good, but it doesn't feel fantastic all the time this.
1: So we find out how they are using their demonic ceremony we find out that men are being fed With the Kali blood mm. And it unleashes the ma, Which will mean that you will be alive But a nightmare according to Short Round So they're kind of saying yeah. that all the big guards and
0: stuff Are kind of like mindless zombies Of some sort Almost like a kind of possession Brainwashing, like uh, controlled By having drunk that blood
1: And that's why we need the secret stones and they, you know they give Indy blood he he spits it out mm-hmm. and then like so you say, right look we've run out of our fucking oh, fuck, made up yeah. Indian, yeah, Indian yeah. tropes so here where's uh, voodoo <laughs> dolls yeah sure right, yeah. fuck some, it
0: chuck that in there as well fuck it yeah Who some black magic
1: for you as well sure why not uh, and why not and a little touch of the leprechaun as well how about that as well like all, all it's like at the end of, of episode 9 uh, I am all of the magic you know all coming together there so- Fucking...
0: Bonkers. Because he's been voodoo dolled, he's susceptible to having that nightmare blood poured into him while uh, Mola Ram chats about eliminating all other religions and ruling the world. That is the goal uh, of pretty much all religions if you are playing
1: for a religion victory in Civ VI. yeah. 6.
0: <laughs> and so Indy is like now in bed, freaking out and laughing because he's had the nightmare juice, nightmare blood juice. And poor little Shorty, he's been put to work as a child slave. Oh, Oh, oh no, it's not Got to go back to
1: to Indiana Jones there having his little fish. It really reminds me of, did you ever eat like really, really spicy chili or curry or something and have like yep. a, a kind of like a spice nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> It was that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And you're all really sweaty. Maybe you get that from fucking snake surprise and eyeball soup, I don't know. But yeah, he's it wasn't the nightmare blood, mate, it was that nightmarish food that we had at the table. So he's like apparently fully possessed by this now. And you can tell because he doesn't wear his hat, which is a sign of all possessed men. Pops his hat off. Willie's being brought out to be sacrificed and Indy's not he's not doing anything about it she's been lowered down as a helpless damsel in distress into the lava pit
1: I thought as well this was really really like good good job on the director and the writing here because while he was doing that I'm like I don't know what's going on like is he part of like you know the Kali now is, is he is he part of the group now has he been brainwashed or is he just continuing with his tradition of hating this woman and like he just wants to kill her What what is it I don't there's know there's a mystery
0: there you, you can't is really it? tell if it's like, yeah.
1: if he, I mean George you know, if you wanted to kill her, I
0: feel like you really should be cognizant of doing it, like, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the fact that he didn't say something like, oh, getting hot down there, doll, as she was, like, being lowered into the lobby, like, oh, no, I think he might
1: actually be. Um, or she didn't say anything like, oh, I wanted a sauna, not this, or whatever the fuck they were going for. We get conf... <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Someone call my agent, this is not what a- I... am a singer, ah. Ah, I'm helpless. <laughs> Indy slaps short rounds, and that's how we get the confirmation of the fucking heel turn here. That's the final straw. But Shorty, little Short Round, he has to be the one to save everyone because he his way to get Indy out of this is just to burn him a bit and say, "You're my best friend. Wake up." And he's back, and he, he does a little wink, and he's like, "I'm that was all right, kid." The emotional height of the movie where they hope yeah. and he said, "You're
1: my best friend," my like best that was, and I felt like I don't know if everyone feels that about Short Round or whatever, but
0: there is a connection there,
1: and it is sweet. He's a right? he's a he's a written character, like he's got yeah. something going for him. And I think, yeah, it's far from the movie's most egregious thing. We can probably pick something other than what Family Guy makes fun of Indiana Jones for for its biggest problem. If we all put our heads together. Yeah. Like, you, know? Yeah, you
0: know what? He's as sweet as a short round of pancakes. Okay? And that's a nice little bond there.
1: And unlike Family Guy, we won't fight fire with fire
0: by fighting the racism with a racist joke as well. <laughs> so, Indy's back. Indiana Jones theme plays. Shirtless, Topless Harrison Ford, who I must say, has been working out. He has looks, been. Looks great. Looks buff. You've been doing more than your regular amount of carpentry, I see. <laughs> Fighting off various lads.
1: Yeah, Topless indie versus Beefcakes is your main event <laughs> for the evening. And great he's saving stuff. kids while
0: he's doing it. He's giving off very big sexy dad energy in this, for sure. Now, one of my big laughs in this, and there weren't many, I've got to say, was Mola Ram just, like, sneaking into a little trapdoor thing to get away and laughing as but ha 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 ha, and then roll... Like, he's lying down and he just rolls over into a little trapdoor thing to get away. And it's just something about how quick it happened and how... Uh, it would, It was just very funny. It, it's one of those things you have to see, but just him going, ha, 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 and then rolling into a little thing.
1: I got big Baron Samadhi energy off of him.
0: Yes, yeah, that, yeah, He yeah, yeah, was yeah. kind
1: of a crude caricature, but the guy playing him was obviously having a bit of fun and was being a bit silly, like, so.
0: And look, they managed to finally rescue Willy, who is very much just still that damsel in distress having to be rescued here. So Indy's kind of saved the day here because all of the baddies have got beaten up and the slave kids are managing to get back at their slave owners, yeah. get freed. You know, it's a cool scene where all the kids run through the palace and all that.
1: Yeah. And it's good, it's empowering, because I think that's what the Indian people needed. They needed to see the Indian people rise up against... They're oppressors who are being oppressed by the British Empire and it's to, to, and I uh, think the British Empire and the, the slave children were kind of united on that front and wanted to stop
0: this um, you know how you think we've covered all the like problematic stuff in this film right We've, got, I, I we've thought we have done it all we've covered all the bases here we've, we've addressed all the issues you know the main strong lad who's whipping all the child slaves yeah that is just a white bloke in brown face oh is uh, this it? it is and he was in the first movie as oh. someone else Just a big, big, strong, white wrestler man doing brown face with the turban on uh, there you go this uh, the lad, I, I thought you were about to say like it was like
1: the bit where the turban gets caught in and the guy's like oh this bloody turban what no a, what sorry it's just, just add an
0: extra layer of like things that they shouldn't have really been doing in this film
1: the man who was pantomiming about the day to day limitations and dangers of a turban was a white man with brown paint on his face yes <laughs> alrighty uh, <laughs> and look oh my god he
0: he does get to punch India a few times, and Indiana Jones does some great like grunting. And uh, he get uh, it's, it's it's good Harrison Ford grunting. What they right just there. did
1: was they just sampled the audio of him asking about making the movie from the press rounds from the last one. So what was the lie doing it? Uh, 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 I showed up. I was
0: paid. Uh. The Maharaja doing more dicking around with the voodoo doll to put India at disadvantage in this fight. Willie. Uh, Damsel in distress character is free and is very supportive of Indy, and she just runs up to where the fight is happening. Is kind of like go, Indy, and mimes doing punches like do this, punch him, get him.
1: More video game stuff where like I swear like River City Ransom or Double Dragon or I know Sunset Riders. There's a lot of like just women who
0: just like come along to be like hey and go (laughs) do the thing, yeah, points. All right, cool. Doesn't intervene or do anything or like there would be opportunities here for Willie to like outsmart someone or do something extra to, and it's yeah. just she's just there to sell Indiana Jones like, just be like, hey, he's great she's uh, a cheerleader, uh, that's, that's pretty yeah. much what she is, you know big strong guard gets his turban caught up in a steamroller so, see you later mate bye, back to Warwickshire Shorty burned the Maharaja to free him from Mola Ram's control and the Maharaja then gives Shorty directions to get out of the cave thing and with this point I was thinking thank fuck they're getting out of the cave thing because I'm not I st- I'm still not enjoying the darkness and the at dreariness this point, of the set it,
1: it was 25 minutes when by the time they got into the mine cart it was around 25 minutes of like a non like a pretty much a non-stop continuous set piece of action of some sort or another like yeah. uh, if they moved from anywhere to point A to point B it was to continue and do more action it's like I heard a thing from the documentary which hmm. was when they watched the first cut of the movie which was a little bit longer they both turned to each other like after half an hour and they were like it's too fast and we have to slow it down and right, this is yeah, yeah. the slowed
0: down Temple oh, of Doom okay it does have a lot of mo- it's always moving this film
1: it feels like a f- fucking three hours of movie shammed into an hour fifty <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. the
0: minecart Getting out of control and the big chase hit. That is good fun.
1: Oh, I like the minecart bit a lot. I was listening... To, I had the uh, Donkey Kong Country song in my head while it was happening. It was good. I always like when a brake breaks. You know, they're pulling the brake yeah, and the yeah, brake yeah. breaks. I, I like a broken brake. <laughs> I like there's a part where they, like, crush them horribly. They're pursuers. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he pulls up a shovel and he knocks the thing over and then they get crushed or whatever. And then when they get crushed, Willie, Short Round and Indy all turn around to see the crushed bodies of their victims. And they go,
0: Yay! <laughs> 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 hey! Hey! hey, hey! Yeah.
1: Big I mean, ghost train vibes on this. Now, I love a ghost train. It's I, a bit I fun, isn't it? fucking love a ghost Have you and I been on a ghost train together? I swear we, we know, must have. I don't think we ever have. The ghost train at the Lincoln Christmas Market, I went on to like 115 times. Mm. Fun fact, folks, there was a, a podcast idea I had at one point called Crazy Ghost Train, where I was going to go on every single ghost train I could in England and then like podcast on it and While then do a short it. review afterwards.
0: I don't mind it as an idea, Kevin. I love a ghost train. Ghost train. Yeah. And I tell you what, oh Meet a different guest from the different places that you go to and interview and chat to them while you're doing the ghost train. Most people don't know is right. Far from the fat
1: controllers of Sidonia or whatever, Sodor of the the land of Thomas the Tank Engine. The station masters of all ghost trains I've met have all been absolutely delightful. Uh. Including when i was in Blackpill pleasure beach once and i will say it's my best ghost train experience ever when a seemingly apathetic almost billy eilish-esque teenager rolled her eyes as i went on the ghost train with joe and when we came out at the end she jumped up and gave us an additional unexpected boo free of charge which gave wonderful us a, stuff i don't you know what you lured me in and you, you set me up, oh. and I lowered my expectations, and you spooked me good and proper. Great time. I didn't think I'd be here in the pandemic. Oh, God, I miss fucking ghost I miss trains. ghost trains. Oh, God. my
0: God, I miss them so much. When will the, the restrictions be lifted on ghost trains? But uh, you know how, like, there's that Hot Ones thing where they interview people and they're eating spicy food? Yeah. I think the idea of trying to talk to someone while ah! being scared... Is <laughs> <funny>. All right, <laughs> Does, Sam, tell you what. to have a normal chat.
1: When as soon as Fit is safely possible you and i will do a special edition of the mailbag on a ghost train or something like that how but does that sound genuinely really that that Yay! could be great great stuff unfortunately it's only my second time podcasting on a train in the last 12 months but whatever
0: minecart seems fun indy manages to stop the wheel with his foot which gets really hot and so he's got a hot foot and he's like oh i need water water and then they get loads of water because the the whole of the cave is trying to like flood them out drown them out Proper silly action stuff. Like, they, why have
1: they got all the water? Like, is this all the water? It doesn't matter. The, it doesn't <laughs> matter.
0: They got some water. It's, it's fun action. And thank fuck, we get outside on the edge of a big cliff thing.
1: Yeah, I never thought a jungle canyon rope bridge would be a sight for sore eyes, but here, here we are. We like,
0: go, Mola to the left of me, swordsman to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you, and by you I mean a, a rickety rope bridge. I'm stuck on this rickety rope bridge
1: a simple trade a stone for a fringe. Uh I don't know if there's any particular stone that you'd trade me for or hmm maybe like an, an igneous rock you know Man, they're so co- you give me over you
0: pit me out for some basalt Are you fucking kidding me full disclosure I like the word igneous it has Ooh, that good it's... mouth feel and I wanted an excuse to say it I saw one and I pounced on an igneous opportunity,
1: I'm gonna go with an infinity stone, and I'm gonna leave it up there because it's kind of like a little bit of a a little bit of a gamble, isn't it? Like you know, because there are all these different colored gems, and I might want one in particular. You know, like go gos it's a rarity. You never know; could be good. Or a chaos emerald. Oh right. yeah. yeah, good stuff. There we go. Good
0: stuff. Oh, there's crocodiles underneath in the water, by the way. If you wanted to up the stakes a little bit,
1: I could yeah. not confirm or deny how brackish this water was. There was nothing in the documentary about it. Like, they could be gharials because gharials are found in. India and also as well, it was very high up, so they may have looked like big crocodiles, but they could have been little gharials and just a trick of the eyes.
0: Yeah, do I, and which celebrity do they look like?
1: Gharials. I don't. Know, I, I don't want to. No, because I'm a know, gharial, it's because of the gharial. It's committing sultan actually, that's me. I felt yeah, a little but, bit
0: bad about the Pat Oswald one. That was meant as a loving, yeah, yeah, yeah. soul trapped analogy. So Indy's threatening to like, oh, I'll drop the stones, but Mola knows that those stones will be found, but Indy won't, and we get an actual oh shit from Indiana Jones. You're allowed one per movie. This is not the entirety of this, but interestingly this film, with its violence with its little bit of swearing, is the origin of the PG-13 rating
1: Yeah, because it was PG and then they were complaining, the critics saying that it was like it was ghoulish and violent and cuss words and all that and it's no more so violent or fucking bombastic than 99% of the fare that was on offer at the time for kids.
0: But it fits into a kind of middle ground that was invented to satisfy this film right? So
1: it took us between PG and
0: 15s, I'm assuming, then. I do I don't know how american certificates work yeah that's you know. true actually because yeah. we
1: have a completely different one as we do in ireland and you know the great thing the great thing about ireland having its own classification system is that when we get all the dvds from england we'd have a little tiny sticker on the outside of the box over
0: where cover over y- the your thing. rating is and that would just come right off sam <laughs> it should just come right <laughs> off So, Willie sees that Indiana Jones, his solution to this is to just chop the bridge in half. And her response... And she really, really goes for you know, what her character is about. is just going, Oh my God! Is he nuts? Ah! And she's just screaming and being loud and not doing anything. Short round says he's not nuts, he's crazy. That's a pretty good line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was one of the few little... Few lines uh, that he had, they he had left sake. on his plate. <laughs>
1: um, and then Harrison's like, you know, really workshopping. Like, what if Indiana did a narration and he thought that at the end of the movie, <laughs> like in Blade Runner? So the, the people watching the movie... Movie could follow his monologue I don't like this kid talking. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe Harrison Ford was just a woke warrior Sam and he thought like I don't want this poor kid to have to say all this fucking shit so I'm just going to take all his lines and then he'll have nothing to say ergo <sighs> eliminating the problem entirely. <laughs> yeah I
0: reckon that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. His heart's too big Sam. So Molaram villain is like climbing up the bridge has kind of collapsed so he's kind of climbing up the edge of the bridge here but he does get a proper kicking from willie and shorty they do do something they just kick the villain a bunch of times
1: stand on his fingers highlight here now when indy is about to have his heart taken
0: give yeah me that,
1: give me that heart boy and <laughs> where indy like hindu explains his own religion to him he's like this god wouldn't like it if you did this he's like oh shit he's got a point
0: it's like, I- the- oh, it, oh. Well, he invokes the name of shiva says that Mola is a traitor, and that makes the stones go all glowy. He speaks uh, Mo- a bit of Hindu at as well. Yeah, Mola catches one of the stones, it burns his hand, he falls off the bridge. As,
1: as it turns out to uh, Hinduism and the, the ways of the people there... Kids are natural. Just picked it up real quick. You know, real easy. Like, I, I don't want to go on about like named tropes or whatever, but like, a common criticism is that this has got that whole white savior thing going for or whatnot. Oh, yeah. And no, much more so than the evil, the literal priests here who has been told, you don't actually understand your religion. It's not a religion of hate, it's a religion
0: of love falls to his death eaten by crocodiles the British Indian Army is here to shoot yay! away the thuggy soldiers yay oh, they show up yay! Right.
1: obscure perhaps happens, but not since in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure when Nazis show up to help everyone you're like yeah uh-huh. I don't know how I feel about this <laughs> and he's you no know, Captain Von Stroheim fucking Captain Blombard here oh great it's the fucking it's the British Legion here the British here. Army.
0: Yay! kill
1: them all and you know what make sure any treasure you find make sure that gets back to its rightful owners as well oh what's that all
0: these slaughtered people have gifted somehow to a to a monarch well, speaking of treasure being returned to its rightful owners, Indy comes back to the village from the start. He's brought them the stones back, and ev- like the village is all colourful and better now already. Everything's okay. They're all happy, and they look and they're they're all back with the families, all the enslaved children, and they're free. Everything's all good again. They're gathering around and celebrating, waving their hands around.
1: I don't want anyone who's listening to think that I'm just bitter or whatever. Because Ireland, like, even though got subjugated a lot by the British. Mm. We didn't have, like, many jewels and things that you've nicked, like you did from a lot of the other Empire spots. Yeah. So I'm just being empathetic as well as outraged. And if there are any... I swear, if there are any jewels, Sam, they will be found. I, I They will be found.
0: Ireland's Chaos Emeralds will be returned. I mean, maybe Indiana Jones pops over to Ireland for the next one. I don't know. They're fucking but...
1: green... F- come on, obviously.
0: Come on. Jesus. <laughs> And, hey, Willy, right at the end, manages to turn things around, am I right, by saying, no, I'm going home and I'm not going on any adventures with you. But he catches her in his whip, pulls her back to him. That's an iconic moment there, would you believe? And they kind of are about to do a a big kiss, but Short Round's elephant squirts them with water. (laughs) Ha ha ha, very funny. They do kiss. All the nice villagers celebrate. The end of the film
1: and then what you don't see is that elephant goes on a rampage and kills short round and willy straight afterward that's why you never hear or see them ever again
0: never referenced by Indiana Jones in no. the first film which is the f- the future from this so they must have just gone off to do their own thing uh look we're here we're at the end we did it and this was my attempt to make cinema swell just have a kind of loose fun you know low stakes let's do a a happy fun cinema swell and let me tell you listeners nice fucking job i'm never fucking doing that shit again i'm never (laughs) bothering with that yeah (laughs) no
1: sam because like you know in summation here uh, a nice fucking job yeah
0: Gods! I've been tripped up by my whole thing of not knowing about movies that I didn't know that this was what was going to be happening here. Um, I, if
1: there was another sequel that could have went in there mm. instead of this, that I, I, yeah. I swear it's going to be turned out that oh no, you forgot Face Off Two uh. or something like that. Well hey hey Sam Hi, look we talked a lot about it it, had, it obviously had its problems which you knew about beforehand and were a multitude of them within however we've talked about a movie that's had a lot of and action great sets yeah characters well why you may not love the characters I think we can agree like you couldn't fault most of the actors at least the ones who were playing their own race no uh, uh, yeah I feel there are still positives here and also you did
0: specifically say you got that Indiana Jones feeling at some point I got the feeling for a bit. I enjoyed the opening rompy bits. I didn't like the fucking middle slash most of the film, and the portrayals of Indian... Pe- like, the the problematic shit... I feel like it's not just 2020 looking back bad. We said this at the start. It's like, at the time, bad. Yeah. It is bad.
1: Like, it's not as if anyone was ever cool with the Indian people no. being portrayed that way. It was pretty much like a, a mean wrong thing, pretty much, you know?
0: Yeah. When I went to try and find, like, where this film might be available online or on streaming services... Fuck all places. It's ghost Town for me. But I saw that you could buy it on Sky, and it was one one of, the, of the three Indiana Jones films, this was the one that had to have that little thing that says this contains depictions of... Jesus! It has that little thing that they've had to How add in to say... How about that? But they mostly have to put on fucking Tom and Jerry cartoons, but they had to put that on this because... Yeah. So that... We c- it is unavoidable here's a question yeah yeah because yeah. I did say at the start that I had
1: a litany of things wrong with the movie or like a historical sense that people had an issue with this movie yeah. long before anyone who I knew would have been talking about this gave two flittles about whether it was racist as fuck as not Yeah. so here's the question if you can somehow sidestep all of that kind of bleh all that stuff is it still a movie that like struggles for some reason or is it still a movie that rubs you the wrong way even if we somehow carved out all of that <sighs> nasty shit it's
0: not, it wasn't that fun right because people say it's the weakest indie
1: even if you're like you think that there's nothing wrong with it at all in terms yeah. of it
0: being insensitive or whatever people say and like, if we ignore the whole thing with Willy just being useless and that being the whole character and having no nothing there's nothing to her really other than actual full on damsel in distress character do you think yeah. that Crystal
1: Skull coming out as being a much more obvious let's all sit around in a circle and piss on the rotten corpse of Indiana Jones and talk about how shit it is and this is the worst one ever by far. Do you yeah. think as a result of that people just kind of by default kind of semi supported or said it was better than it was because I've looked on so many... Empire Top 100 lists or, you know, Hot Dogs Best Action Movies, and this still shows up, like, over and over and over and over and over and over over again. People still do hail it, and I wonder if it's because it's now viewed as being the second worst indie movie as opposed to being the worst indie movie.
0: I can't really tell, but... You know, I don't feel like I had as much fun with this as I did with the first one, and I didn't have that much fun with the first one. What
1: did you give it in terms of a wipe rating? Was it two or a it three? A three. three? It was a three. 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 That was, that, at that point, one of the lowest scores you'd ever done, I think.
0: Yeah. It, this was tricky. There were little glimpses of having fun. So it's not, it, this is not a nothing movie, and this is not entirely completely derailed and destroyed by its problems. Yeah, but there's still
1: an actual movie here. There's that-
0: still a movie here, there's still stuff you can take from it I don't really like the character of Indiana Jones. Is what I've kind of realised. Yes, yeah,
1: we've learned this. He's not Sam's type. He's not his friend. He is not for Sam Chaplin. I liked him the most when he was James Bond at the start. <laughs> um... <laughs> it does make me kind of think, though, after our recent reverse throw we did on Patreon, and like mm. I was so blown away by how they flipped so much of the Bond stuff on its head. I don't yeah. know if if, the, if Harrison's too old to effectively do it now, because it'll be a, a different story. But I would love to see someone try and like still do like what they did with with Bond and maintain the heart of Indiana Jones and why people loved him and still put him in this new world and not try and change him but try and put him in context of it a little bit or or new attitudes or whatever
0: yeah maybe it could work maybe Shia LaBeouf should be the one to take on that that role
1: Shia LaBeouf. You know what? Shia LaBeouf was right when he said
0: that them not
1: doing the next Indiana Jones movie would not divide us. He's right. We, we won't be
0: divided by that now. We won't be. So, there's many perfectly valid criticisms about this. One that I have is just that, like, they weren't outside enough. I know he's an archaeologist and he goes into hmm? but it wasn't... I just wanted a bit more running around outside. <laughs> that sounds like such a, a child's criticism of a film, but,
1: like... It was very Tomb Raider 1, wasn't
0: it? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't enjoy the bulk of the setting, you know, it was just a bit too kind of dingy. And uh, I don't don't know, I I just, I, I wasn't feeling it having now seen three of the four movies
1: Te- yes technically and i would actually probably go as far you know if you probably asked me back when i probably you know when i cared about indiana jones more mm. you know in my earlier 20s or whatever i probably would have said that the third one's my favorite okay you know we got connery in there mm. it's a lighter tale like it is noticed to be like kind of like how empire strikes back with return of the jedi i felt like they're giving you some stuff to kind of make up for the darkness a little bit there is a palpable sense of that in the third one i do maintain that that's still a good movie i I think that's a movie that if you watched it and you really didn't like it I would be quite shocked I yeah. just thought I'd say as much because I don't okay. know if Cinema Swirl the podcast is doing the fucking last rights of Indiana Jones here because it really feels like
0: it's we can give it another five years and then pop back to <laughs> <for> the <laughs> third one I think
1: but you gotta beat Back to the Future 3 and <sighs> Ghostbusters 2 to get that
0: chance oh, I can't wait to be in my mid-thirties talking about <laughs> 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 ah, what a what a life I've got to look forward to. Look, I, di- I didn't have a brilliant time with this. No. no, so come on, give me a rating then. Didn't have a good time.
1: Just so you know, I've tried to do fucking deep level, below surface mining for some compliments and positives about the movie. So, like, don't fucking yeah. have a go at me now. If he's if he's going to ha- give it a bad. I had Indiana
0: Jones moment. I had my, ah. I get it. I had fun at the start. The music's good. Did some good performances
1: you've been clinging on to that fucking opening five minutes for yeah. <laughs> dear, uh, for dear
0: right. life it's worse than the first one I don't quite know if it's one star wipe territory so I'm gonna say tentatively okay. two star wipes you heard it here first <sniffs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin, edited by me, Sam, and hey, I also did the music. If you're after more Swirl content or you want to support the show, or better yet, both, Patreon.com forward slash CinemaSwirl is the place to go. On the socials, we are at CinemaSwirl on Twitter, and our Facebook is facebook.com forward slash CinemaSwirl, which is also where our votes for episodes take place. If you've got anything for the mailbag, then send it on over to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Please do keep recommending the show to your friends, leaving reviews on whatever podcast thing you use. It all helps us out. Thank you so much. All right. See you next time.